Well, hi everyone! Welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and the chance for social interactions, and then stay for the science! That's us. Here we are, back again. Missed everybody. Um, first, as always, we do introductions. God, I sound like Mark. I need to stop watching your guys' shows, Cindy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Cheryl, the Dungeon Master for Nature Check. Uh, I'm also a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, but not right now. I mean, I'm still doing it from home. Anyway, um, when I'm not doing research, I am also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Next, we've got Joe. Hi, I'm Joe Ballinger. I am a uh, PhD student at the University of Wyoming, and um, I am playing Lucanus, our resident barbarian. Oh, God, hitting the wrong buttons. Hitting the wrong buttons. Uh, next, we've got Ryan. Uh, my name is Ryan Gott. I'm an entomologist. I do integrated pest management and plant health care at a conservatory in Pittsburgh, and on the side, do lots of teaching and public talks and things like that about those same subjects. And I play Fletcher the Human Wizard. Marvelous. Uh, next we've got Peter. Uh, my name's Peter. I am an agriculture educator with the University of Maryland Extension um, and uh, an entomologist by training. And I play Cedric the Cleric. And then we've got our new guest player, Cindy. Hey. Cindy Page. I am a science enthusiast. I also happen to play an engineer online at uh, the Weirdlings uh, Heroes of Awesome Constellation, the Star Trek uh, role-playing stream. Uh, and I am playing Natia, your weird new fishy friend. <laughs> or I believe last time she was described as a trash mermaid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so flattering. And I have feet. And I have wings. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll find out. Um... Trash harpy? Trash Harpy. Oh, God. This just gets worse and worse. It's camouflage, okay? Camouflage. <laughs> um, and our friend Nancy has chosen to be trapped in paradise during the coronavirus pandemic, so unfortunately we will not be graced with her presence this evening. We miss you, Nancy. Um, however, Peter will be running her character K to his best abilities. <clears throat> We'll see what those are. Uh, <laughs> if you are watching Nature Check right now live on Twitch or Periscope, first of all, thank you for being here. We really hope you'll enjoy what you're going to see this evening. And secondly, if you have any questions for the cast, don't forget to put them in the chat on Twitch, uh, and I will do my best to catch them. Or you can tag one of our mods, like Biron VZ or Eric Early, who is now on the other side of the ocean. I'm so glad you made it there safely and didn't get trapped here. Next up, the socials. You can find Nature Check on Twitter at, at @checknature. So follow us there for updates mm -hmm. in the game schedule. Oh. And please subscribe to Nature Check both uh, or follow or whatever here on Twitch and on YouTube because the follows and subscri uh, subscriptions really help. Hey, we're really close to 50 followers on Twitch. That's super cool. It's a nice milestone. So thank you for being our followers. We really appreciate that. It means a lot. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, then you will be able to see all of the sessions which are uploaded there. Um, and that's also where we upload the videos of our after show recaps, our nature chats. Um, so definitely go check that out. You can also access this game and the nature chats everywhere you find podcasts. So give us a listen and share us with your friends and your enemies and your frenemies and your dog. Um, you can also find the social media details for all of our players down in the reference section. 
Speaking of social media and the reference section, we're starting something really fun and silly on Twitter. I worked on this a bunch yesterday, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, after episode 15's discussion of the apparent attractiveness of so many NPCs in Arda, uh, we've decided to make a Rate My NPC bracket, um, and we'll be running a competition between the 64 listed NPCs over the next few weeks. <laughs> you can find the bracket um, on the pinned tweet on our Twitter page, or uh, the link to the Google Doc where you can get the bracket is down in the panels below the Twitch screen, and it'll also be below YouTube. Um, so you have until Friday, March 27th, to fill out your bracket, a la March Madness brackets, since March Madness is no longer happening. Um, and then, uh, starting on Saturday, March 28th, we'll begin posting daily polls on our Twitter page to decide the winners of each pairing. Uh, we're excited for you, our community, to help us pick the best Arda NPC. So... Go do all of that. It's pretty and colorful, and I put all of the NPC names that these people have met so far on the list, and then they were all like, oh, we didn't take very good notes because we don't remember all those people. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> so, yeah, have fun with that. It's going to be great. Please vote. Um, does anybody else have anything they'd like to plug quickly? Not at the moment. Nope. Okay, in that case, let's get started. Civilizations grew, flourished, and fell on the continents of Lacidus for hundreds of years, but in the year 885, everything changed. Where once the gods of the Pantheon had held sway over various continents and made their presence known in frequent and tangible ways to mortals, now a dread silence and emptiness reigned. Civilizations fell into internal turmoil and tensions mounted between empires. The faiths of nations were shaken, and new versions of old religions began to sprout. Spells once commonplace and relied upon, those that required the gods' particular attentions, no longer functioned. Access to and contact with all other planes disappeared or seemed blocked. The continent of Arda, still colloquially known as the God's Garden, was once the sacred and protected realm of Obed-Hai and Elana. At the moment of the loss, the strong protective spells surrounding the continent fell, and the shores and interior became accessible to any who wished entry on whatever business. In 952, a ship from the Tenibrian Navy took shelter in the large river mouth at the southeastern corner of Arda, and the sailors erected a small fort for protection. Over the years, the fort grew into a town, and the town grew into a small city. While Tenebria officially holds no claim over Arda, no outside nation has yet claimed dominion over the continent, New Sagester is, for all intents and purposes, a Tenebrian colony. In the spring of 972, four young people from different lands encountered one another in New Sagester. Though their alliance was first formed out of necessity, curiosity, and coin, they have now come to trust and rely upon one another as they explore a strange new world. Fletcher, a human wizard trained at Iskul University in the Dewan College of Arcane Arts, serves as the group's voice of reason. The consummate academic, Fletcher takes copious notes about everything they encounter in Arda, as he hopes to publish on his discoveries and make a name for himself. Cedric, a dwarven cleric, came to Arda to share the word of Moradin with any who would listen, and even with many who won't. Cedric's bright-eyed optimism is only ever momentarily balked when he encounters injustices, and though he commonly puts his foot in his mouth, he has established himself as a valuable member of the team nonetheless. Lucanus, an elven barbarian, secured passage to Arda in order to escape degradation and slaughter in his homeland. Born before the loss, Lucanus has come of an age in a world filled with turmoil, and his dark humor and penchant for combat reflect his experiences, yet he also has an open and caring side. 
Kay has grown up in New Seychester, raised by her adoptive parents. A roguish young woman, Kay's knowledge of the townsfolk and local geography have already helped the group navigate their first few days in a new land. But violence and adventure are new to Kay, and she's still learning how to take care of herself in the dangerous wilds of Arda. Remember the last time I said you were really out there? Well, it's even more true now. You got on Stomina Lafshield's ship, did some awkward flirting, and made it across the enormous Cochreal River to the other side, to an unexplored wilderness teeming with life. You encountered a variety of amazing jungle plants and animals, including poison dart frogs, a harpy eagle, monkeys, and a giant anteater. Or at least that's what those things are called IRL. But on Lacidus, you are some of the first humans, elf, and dwarf to ever behold these creatures, and you have yet to determine their names. You also met an individual from the elemental plane of water, Nadia, who has requested you help her fix the poisoned river. Oh, and she led you to the red parrots you were looking for. So helpful. <laughs> That's one way to put it, yeah. <laughs> You're currently sitting on the ground under the parrot tree, with Nadia standing in front of you. First, I think it would be helpful if everyone redescribed their character's physical appearance so that we have a complete picture of the motley crew venturing through the rainforest. So whoever would like to redescribe their character for us can start. Uh, Cedric is a kind of a youngish-looking dwarf with... Uh very clean cut hair a currently very crisp uh shirt that is clean but stained um chainmail armor uh and uh Kay is a very young uh human teenager uh woman um with uh she's got uh kind of medium length brown hair uh, intensely ice blue eyes and she's got this interesting like iridescent blue and purple shimmer on her cheeks and her forehead yeah, sure. We've all seen body glitter before. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, leather armor. She wears leather armor, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, Lucanus is a a, a big, tall elf um, with just battle scars on battle scars. Very heavily scarred um, guy that are pale lime green uh, at the moment, and. He normally uh, uh, walks around wearing heavy robes um, to just sort of hide himself because he stands out being, you know, one of the relatively few elves walking around because there ain't that many of them. Uh, so Fletcher is a young uh, human wizard, uh, medium length, dark hair, and, and a short beard, um, and just in basic wizard gear, you know, a traveling robe and his staff. Um, and, and satchels for, for carrying various things and uh, implements to collect samples of things so he can take back and study uh, as part of his uh, work, you know, as part of the university. Um, uh, yeah. All right. And Natia is a short humanoid about four feet tall with fishy features. She's covered in iridescent water blue scales uh, and has fins along her head, neck, and limbs. Uh, her eyes are proportionally large and dark. Her face has streamlined features and sprouting from her back are two fin-like wings. Uh, her build seems very delicate, but on closer inspection, she has sharp claws and teeth. She's also wearing a sort of uh, makeshift cloak made from scavenged fishing net with leaves and twigs and moss woven in uh, as a form of camouflage and carries right. a stick. A stick. <laughs> a stick. 
<laughs> so, uh, I mean, we're all carrying some form of stick, I guess. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so those are the figures that you see before you, regardless of which side of this encounter you are on. Um, the birds have mostly departed from the tree overhead because they were so startled by the commotion. Um, but you can still hear lots of jungle sounds around you. Uh, what would you like to do now? Um, well, I mean, it seems like we should head back towards the river. Um... Oh no, have we lost Ryan? Oh no, okay. Uh, so, sh I mean, should we should we head back towards the river? I mean, I just I feel like um, the we've got the feathers now, so we're good. I mean, yeah, let's head back towards the river. We should probably figure out what's making the fish taste bad. How many feathers do you have? Uh, we don't know. Uh, Nadia. I had a handful. A and handful. you dropped a oh, bunch okay. to lead them to the parrots. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. It, and, it, and she'll provide us a, a bag of even more feathers after we figure out what's going on with the river. Oh, is you that the agreement? Five. Oh. Sure. Um, I thought that, I thought it was kind of... Oh, did, we, did we pick up the ones that she was dropping? Did we mm. notice the ones that she was dropping? Uh, you saw flashes you of red. You noticed them because you followed them. Yeah, but the way they were following following through the understory, uh, nobody nobody asked to search or anything like that. Um, and it's a jungle, so lots of dense vegetation. So I, no, none of them were picked up. Oh yeah, I totally yeah. assumed that we were seeing like flashes of the birds flying. So yeah, that's we... what I that's what I assumed too. I wasn't even gonna look because I figured it was just the birds themselves. I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, that's okay. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I suppose, I mean, Nadia, you, you know this area the best. Where, where would you suggest we begin trying to, to solve this? It is, you, you know the streams that are coming out clean from the jungle and the ones that are the bad ones that are like the river. Where Should we, should we head back to the river? Should we go deeper in the jungle? The river. Uh, this, this stream here is still clean, but the river, the river is not Maybe if we I haven't if found we the, follow, I, I haven't found the bad stream yet. Hmm. So so all the all the the streams you find in the jungle, they're clean where they start, where you find them, and they're clean all the way to the river. The ones I've seen so far, yes. Huh. Then it sounds like yeah, we. I guess we need to just keep trekking up the river until we come across you know something pouring into the river that has the same you know, those foamy, oily qualities that the river has, so we can maybe see where it's coming from inland, if it even is coming from inland. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a good plan. Yeah. Um, Although, I'm wondering what produces this much acid. That's what we're trying to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we'll discover it at some point. Um, uh, well, uh, so, I, I will say... Uh, Nadia, it, it appears you can get around in these trees quite easily. We cannot. <laughs> so with this, may we may be traveling a lot more slowly than you're used to moving through here. Okay. <laughs> it... I I can't I can't make you fly like I fly. So. No. <laughs> no. Just so we don't end up losing you, we'll we'll have to walk back out and then I guess sort of up river however we can. Uh... I can help you find more open paths. No, that works. That would be that great. That would be wonderful. Uh, that works well. Yeah. 
Kay, do you agree? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, Kay agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then I, I suppose we should... We should head off if everyone's feeling better after, uh, you know, what, after our encounter with those birds. Yeah, I mean, not mm. Kay's not feeling much better. Uh, I mean, there are terrifying emotionally. She's yeah. <laughs> there are terrifying monster birds here. You would think that the one thing that like wouldn't murder you around here would be these beautiful birds, but apparently not. Apparently, not even birds are safe. Everybody give. That's a very, very good K impression. I was going to say, everybody give Peter a little <laughs> golf clap for his K impression. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost as if they're brightly colored because they're warning us. <laughs> oh, what? You think the red might be aposematism? <laughs> what? That's what you mean. I mean, if I was if I was dangerous, I I know that I'd wear something that that was bright and colorful. Oh my god! Just the guy Luke. wearing a dark robe. We it, should we should do that next. We can like have a day where we all dress up in our warning club color wardrobe. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Which the is nature of the warning. Right? Because, yeah. like, dangerous humans usually wear, you're you're right, Joe, like, dark colors, like ninjas and, you know, the all black and whatever, or, like, yeah. you know, superheroes that are really dangerous. I mean, some of them have crazy costumes. I think you're underestimating the potential danger of a Jimmy Buffett, you know, fan. I mean, you know, you go to a fish concert and nobody's gonna hurt you. You know that. Are you sure? sure? No. <laughs> Humans are like birds. It's all mating plumage. It's there's, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. So you said you're headed away from this spot. Where are you going? I guess following. I mean, we have to go yeah. up river and kind of following a path that Nadia leads us. If, she, if there's yeah. like clearer paths that she said she'd be able to find. Well, um, we're, we're more or less following Nadia, I think. Do, right. do we want to go all the way back to the river, though, or do we want to be, like, inland? I guess that's what we need to also, like, decide. Well, if we go back to the river, we could get back in our boat, sail upstream. Uh, by sail, you mean row. Yes. Row. Row, <laughs> row upstream. And... But would it, be, would it be faster just to walk beside the river, though? I don't know. I wasn't doing any rowing. That's up to you two. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, the, the as, as long as Natia, as long as you feel like you could lead us through some of the less tangled areas, some of these vines and stuff like that are really hard to walk through. Um, and there's all these logs and stuff like that that I have to climb over because my legs are really short. Uh, so, uh, do we need to cross this stream in order to go further upriver? We're near a stream, right? Mm-hmm. In my brain, yeah, we had. Yeah, how big is the stream right at that spot? Uh, it's not exceptionally large. All of these are, you know, they're they're pretty small tributaries. Um, so you know, a few feet across at most. Okay, so um, I'm gonna try and jump over the stream. Okay. Uh, oh no. Gosh, I always forget how this works. Nobody <laughs> ever jumps anywhere. Ever. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a check, right? Yeah, um, but... Oh, you want to know uh, what the check is? That, but also there's, like, a thing about, like, how far you can jump. 
Um, and with Peter's character, or with Cedric, I'm guessing it's not far. How, what's your land speed, Cedric? 25? Mm, 20. 20, okay. Um, are you taking a running start or not? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Lucanus um, is just sitting here like, this is going to be good. Yeah. But um, he doesn't say it out loud because he wants to support his friend, but that's aw. exactly what he's thinking. I mean, it depends on the inflection of what you to, say. Because everyone else is thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. Um, he's he's waiting to have to pick Cedric up from the from the river. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you're covered in mud. Fun fact, because your land speed is less than 30, um, you have a minus 6 to your jump. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. Okay. What is the DC to jump across a creek that is a few feet wide? <laughs> well, how about you roll your check and we'll see what happens. Oh, You're going to end up, like, backwards somehow. <laughs> He's going to end up with yet another dirty shirt. Yeah, that's a 15? This is the dirty shirt. You... Back up from the stream a little... Well, so first you have to, like, make it to the stream, but then, like, you get to the bank, you back up a pretty fair distance, and you come charging forward, pushing plants out of your face as you run, and you do, like, the, the, the superhero leap, and you clear the stream, and you just, like, boom, both feet on the other side, hands on hips, and you turn around, and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody, everybody in the party just starts clapping. <laughs> <and cheering. laughs> There's like inspirational music playing while he was in the air. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I like to imagine that that Lucanus then just steps over the stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. I he mean, does. not quite, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just sort of jauntily takes a. Leap that is little more than a step. Mm-hmm. All right. Come on, you guys. It's not that hard. Yeah. Because you got long legs. Yeah. yeah. I I can see that, and I'm I'm gonna do the same thing. I all I have to do is maybe hitch up my robes a little bit, but then I'm wearing like <laughs> yeah. traveling boots, and I'm also almost six feet tall, so I can just kind of step across. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And Nadia just sort of splashes through. <laughs> Clean water. Clean water. water. I thought for certain there were going to be giant leeches in this creek or something like that. Would you like there to be giant leeches? Um, I sort of imagine Nadia in the creek like when a sparrow finds a puddle to take a bath or they're just like... And <laughs> um. Kay also makes it to the other side. Ta-da! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was assuming I was assuming she just kind of skipped over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So All right. I guess we're still following Nadia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, where are you leading them? Are you leading them like just your best guess of the correct direction through the woods, or are you going are you leading them to the bank of the river and then following it up? What you, what's your plan? Uh how far in from the river did we end up? Was it um, you were kind of a fair ways, because, like, if you remember, like, they, they walked into the forest quite a bit, and then you, uh, they made it to your tributary, and then you sort of, like, led them kind of farther west, okay. and a little, you know, in, and then, so now you, yeah, basically you would have to go 
like you came back east and north a little bit to get to your tributary and you've crossed it and you would need okay. to continue going east following the tributary or not to get back to the river or you could just keep going sort of like northeast um, yeah probably the along the river is going to be or along the creek is going to be some of the less dense foliage so I'd say let's just keep going along the creek back to the river okay Okay. Um, yeah, so you walk uh, for a while um, following this creek. So the creek is on your right, and you are facing east, heading back towards the Cochreal River. Um, again, just an incredibly lush rainforest, all sorts of interesting um, vegetation around you, tall trees with huge trunks, little herbaceous plants with interesting flowers, um, vines and the plants on plants that we talked about last time, those epiphytic plants that grow sort of on the branches of trees. Um, and yeah, there's a variety of animals. Again, there are small monkeys in several colors in the treetops. There, um, <clears throat> every once in a while you hear this weird like chirping, uh, whistling call in the undergrowth that you think might be some sort of bird. Um, there's other rustlings of other animals in the forest. Uh, there are birds in the trees, although you don't see any more of the red parrots right now. Um, so yeah, it's just an incredibly lush and biodiverse environment that you're walking through. Uh, are, are are any of these... Uh, Kay uh, is going to ask Nadia. Are any of these, like... Um things that we should be worried about like any of these like flowers poisonous or any of the rest of these birds deadly monsters or those tiny monkeys do they like shoot poison darts or something are are there any of the plants around us that are safe to eat um, I mean, yeah, there are some things that are safe to eat I didn't write down on any on my list but yes there are some so I just sort of in answer to that question, instead of saying what is dangerous, I will point to something and say, that is safe to eat, that is safe to eat, that is safe to eat, the rest is not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do I see anything around that is, any of the animals around that would like, definitely, you don't want to mess with them? Um, make a, everybody can make a perception check, why not? It's an 18. Oh, hey. I got it too. This is gonna be a rough session. <laughs> Get him out now. Uh, yeah. 15. Okay. I only got a six. <laughs> We're rolling average, folks. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Cedric and Nadia, you both um spot it's uh kind of hard to see. It's doing its best to camouflage. Um, but there is a small sort of like sandy-colored cat with thick black and white markings kind of hunched on a log some distance from where you're walking, just, like, watching you very quietly. Uh, um, but it's, like, it, when I say cat, it's, like, a bit bigger than a house cat. And that's a no. That's a don't mess with. That's a predator, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. It also, looks, it looks... It looks kind of cool. Um, also, you point out... Um, that's again, right, don't <laughs> don't pet it. Uh, yeah, you also point out, again, there's a variety of um, black frogs with or, uh, orange horizontal striping. There are bright yellow frogs. All these, they're very tiny frogs. A lot of them are on the epiphytic plants or sort of on the plants that are in the undergrowth. Um, and you know that those are really not good to mess with. So that cat, don't make it angry. 
don't touch those frogs. Oh man, those so, frogs. Like, so they, it's a good idea to avoid pretty much avoid most things here, unless we know for sure they're safe. Um, and are you all moving? Like, are you trying to be stealthy? Are you not trying to be stealthy? I don't think I'm not trying to be stealthy, but I'm not trying to make any more noise than I have to. Okay. Um, Nadia, yeah. there, there is also one other thing you might want to mention to them. Um, if you so desire, you haven't seen them, but there is something very big in these woods that you know not to mess with. Um, would you care to share that with them, even if there isn't an example of it right in here? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so she describes for you these very, very big creatures that can get bigger if they're upset. Um, they have basically the same body plan as all of you, um, but they are covered head to toe in, uh, red-ish, kind of dark red-ish fur. Um, but they have sort of bare skin faces. Um, so she, she explains that they're, they're kind of like the monkeys, but have no tails. Um, <laughs> and they live in parts of this forest, and you should stay very clear of them. Uh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> red and furry. So they they don't live here, and you're not gonna lead us to an area with them. I will try not to. <laughs> they move sometimes. As, there... as most organisms do. Yeah. Are there any signs we can watch out for? Like, if they're in an area, do you, are there are do other animals disappear too? And like, you know, everything's afraid of them. Is there anything? That might give us some clues along the way. What does their poop look like? Um, you would question. know an area that they frequented by um, they make sort of like big nest mats of vegetation, and they're so big that they do live leave trails through the vegetation. Um, but it's not that the other wildlife are immediately scared of them. No. Okay. All right. Well, that's terrifying. So a giant flattened areas. That's that sounds easy enough to spot, I guess, since nothing around here is flat didn't at all and there's just vines everywhere so look for an area that doesn't look like everything else all right cool cool we can handle that no problem yeah. <laughs> okay. so uh yeah yeah i would i would lead them until we're sort of we can hear the river mm -hmm. but how broad is the shoreline on the river is there usually a lot of room to walk in or is it pretty much jungle drops straight into the river. It kind of depends. There are some areas where there's quite a bit of, like, sandy or muddy, you know, opening, and other areas where there's not so much. Um, so, yeah, it's a little variable, but... Okay. Then I would I would basically try to get within each shot and then start sort of picking through the woods <clears throat> because I don't want them to end up in the river because that's <laughs> bad. It is bad. You are correct. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so you make it More to... acid than a fish concert. <laughs> it's two fish references. This is um... a second fish concert <laughs> reference. Two fish references yeah. today. <laughs> like something, on, something on your mind, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Been jamming uh, out a lot this week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just while, just while running. Oh. Mm. All right. Mm. It's weird running music. All right. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> I have a friend who likes to lift weights to the Dave Matthews band, and I was like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't... Why? Actually, it is good. Hey, I have found it to be good weight. climbing music, oddly mm -hmm. enough. 
in all seriousness. So as we're walking up the bank, uh, Cedric is going to ask Nadia, um, so uh, on the uh, elemental plate of water, um, do you guys do you guys have like a god that you worship? Do we? I'm not sure. No. At least not. I mean, like, like you, there isn't like a god whose realm the elemental plane of water is specifically. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you know, being an element and a natural thing, and also like you said, you like to come and party here. So like, mm-hmm. you know, you are at least familiar with Obadhai and Elana, um, who are two different but related gods who sometimes cooperate and sometimes do not. Um, but there is no like god of water. There's nothing on our plane, really, but there are gods here, or there were gods here? Oh, you know... Uh, I you... don't I don't really worship anything. We just kind of are. That's... Okay, that's fair. I mean, you know, there's not really much point to worshipping any gods other than Moradin, so I don't know why really anybody but dwarves bothers, but, you know, it's always, it's always interesting to hear other perspectives. Um... So, but I personally don't even make an exception for Morden. Well, you're not a dwarf, so I mean, it wouldn't really do you any good, anyways. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, but did you know Obadhai or Alana? Like, did you ever meet them, or like, were they around a lot when you used to come to Arda? I haven't met them, but I guess they were around. That's cool. Always Was anything else? I just like to come play in the trees. Gotcha. Sure. They're so fun. This whole desert is just so fun. Or jungle is so fun. <laughs> I can totally understand why you'd want to come vacation here. <laughs> that was Kay interjecting. Sorry. I really need to work on my character voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty clear. <laughs> hey, you sound like you have a cold. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's yeah, on. it's it's all these flowers. I think maybe I'm allergic. It's um, I don't know this whole whole juggle thing. It doesn't agree to me with me. I'm also well, sort of every once in a while, if I see something edible, I'll grab a little bit and sort of stick it in my bag. Fair enough. Now, here's a dumb question: a How do we know what if it's edible to Nadia, whether it's edible to us? <laughs> Eat it and find out. Where's your sense of adventure, Lucana? That's what Cedric does. Yes, I, I was. Yeah. We literally just like picked sturge eggs up out of the dirt in that farmer's field and like ate them. So you I don't know why you're squeamish all of a sudden. We made an omelet. Yeah. <laughs> Any anything that Cedric sees Nadia pick up and like put in her bag, if he sees like a similar looking thing that he thinks is probably the same thing, he's also going to pick it up and put it in his bag. Yeah, Lucanus is doing the same thing. Okay, um, <laughs> since you are trying to your best to identify what she's picking up and grabbing similar things, how about a survival check for me, Julia? <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Was that a oh, nat 20? That's a nat 20, so 22... <laughs> Thank you very much. Unkillable now. Perfect. To th- <laughs> I have survived. A small man whose entire party was killed last night. <laughs> My other game. You need to win. No, Peter, don't make this like a We Are Golden Gods moment from Turtle Roll. <laughs> you know how that oh, ends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just oh surviving God. at the moment. <laughs> That's all any of us can do. Uh, Lucanus, how'd your survival roll go? Nine. Nine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Lucanus <laughs> eats one of the frogs. It's the median. <laughs> it's the median. Mm. Um, no, it's not. That's not how the dice work. <laughs> it's one below the median. <laughs> so, Cedric, you just have, like, armfuls of delicious things, and you're just, like, picking things and then snacking on things. You've got, like, like so much good stuff that mm. looks very much like what Nadia has been picking up, and, yeah, it all tastes interesting. Um, you wouldn't necessarily say all of it tastes good. A lot of it tastes like those vegetable things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you've been encountering more and more of. Yeah, um, <laughs> some of those are good. <laughs> That's true. Um, Lucanus, you like grab for some stuff pretty confidently and put it in your mouth, and it immediately tastes really bitter. And you spit it out, and then you like try something else, and you actually you wind up sort of like pulling um, pulling the leaf off of something and stick it in your mouth before you even realize that the sap that's coming out of the leaf and out of the vine that it came off of is, like, really, like, sticky. Like, really sticky. Like, you're not... You got it, like... Like, all <laughs> over the inside of your mouth, and it's just, like, weird, and it does not taste good, and it's, like, sticky and weird, and not good. Yeah. Um, not having a great time. <laughs> uh, I'm still gonna be trying to find a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth is stuck closed, so good I, luck. I admire yeah. that indomitable spirit. Um, yeah, yeah. Forest snacks. Mm-hmm. Forest snacks. That's how I hike. Mm-hmm. I used to do that uh, in the forest where I grew up. Uh, black birch is a common tree, and you can pull twigs off and chew on it, and it tastes like root beer. Oh, oh cool. nice. Mm-hmm. Sassafras trees. Mm-hmm. Well, sassafras, sassafras is a different... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Fun fact, my brother is allergic to sassafras. Is that a fun fact? I don't know. <laughs> Did it, you think it's a fun fact? He, he didn't think it was fun when I dug it up and decided to make my own root beer and <laughs> grated a whole bunch of it in our kitchen, and he oh, almost died. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Foraging, fun, also dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're sort of uh, walking north-northeast to keep the river within earshot. Um, are you doing anything else as you walk besides finding forest snacks? Um, I would um, say any things that they're collecting, uh, Fletcher, it, it's probably like, I would think I'm, I'd collect a few samples of any plants that are producing seeds, thinking that I'm going to go back and try to propagate them to study plants. Oh because right now we're doing things... So I can't. I don't really have time to take tons of samples of things, but at least grab a you know a couple of vials that I do you know different what look like different species of plant at least to me, and then put seeds in them. Awesome. So I I just want to interrupt and say I really appreciate Ryan that you're not playing Fletcher the way every like entomologist, ecologist, herpetologist that I actually go hiking with interacts with nature <laughs> which is like we've made it three feet from the boat could you stop oh, yeah. looking under every single rock <laughs> do you not like going hiking like that because that's no, what hiking with I, me is like <laughs> it's what like, hiking with me is like too i'm just saying it wouldn't make for a very good game <laughs> yeah no yeah and that, that's how i would actually be going through the woods but well, but yeah this this is different fletcher is not 
Yeah. He's not he's not like into it to look to like explore every nook and cranny of nature. It's like it's basically just like a shotgun approach, try to gather a bunch of stuff so that it, you will, you know, if you if you grab a bunch of random things, you'll find you know at least a few things that become something that you could use to, you know, become famous. So on the on the bright side, much yeah. like ecologists 40, 50 years ago, basically anything you write up will be new and exciting for the research field because nobody's done yeah. it yet. So you don't have to yeah. try yeah. very hard. <laughs> this is a good like first wave like and then if things then it's like, oh and then you know if he if you get a good a big enough name in the university, then he can be done doing this sort of thing and instead come back with like a university expedition crew and just come in and study things. So And then you get to the ah kick back and relax and send your grad students out to do the field work part, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're not collecting like full herbarium samples with like the you know the leaves and the stem and the roots and the flower and whatever. You're just grabbing seeds and hoping to yeah. find some sort of place to plant them and grow them later. Okay. Yep, just seeds. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a plant press with me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're not hiking with a plant press on your back like John Muir? No. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? <laughs> yeah, right? Anything else? No? Okay. No. Um, yeah, so if you ever go hiking with a scientist, either divide the distance that you plan to travel by 10 or multiply the time by 10. That's how we roll. Truly. Um, <laughs> uh, Veronica says, and now Kay has allergies. This is canon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. Not Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, you continue uh, walking for quite a while. Um, it's, you know, so you like, what, you got a first thing in the morning. It took you like two, two and a half-ish, probably almost three hours to land your boat. You traipsed around in the woods being led on a wild something chase for quite a while. Um, and now you've been walking, so I would say it's probably like mid-afternoon, so maybe like three, four o'clock right now. Um, how much longer would you like to walk? Mm. What time is sunset? Um, oh gosh, it is the equivalent of like... Or like, how how much longer until sunset, I guess, is the question. Yeah, you've probably got like three-ish, three, four hours. Yeah. Then I, I, we probably want to start within the next like two hours, be keeping an eye open for a place that we can actually set up camp, like, and, and, you know, get through the night. And have we been crossing tributaries fairly regularly as we go? Um, I mean, there's there's quite a bit of distance between them, but like you've crossed probably at least one more. Yeah, maybe two more. Okay. Um, and okay, so Cedric is gonna ask N- Nadia, do you know of like a good place to camp near here? Uh. I I can you sleep in trees? Um, I don't I know. Sleep in trees. I've never tried. It's not really a preferred mode of sleeping. We usually sleep on the ground. 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 <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a good like safe spot on the ground anywhere nearby that I know about? I mean, define safe spot on the ground. <laughs> like uh, there's lots of ground. Somewhere well, somewhere somewhere that's fairly open, um and and you know, has has a little bit of clear space, but also not too close to any of the bigger predators. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are some places like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they don't they don't tend to come like super close to the river, 
right? They mostly stay in mm -hmm. the, you know, in the thicker part of the jungle. Um, so yeah, like there's probably some spaces around here that would work. Yeah. Plus the river is so, yeah, acid, think... so no alligators. Is that how that works? I, uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Sorry, Cindy. Uh, yeah. So I would probably sort of pick a path up to the next that's sort of like that. Okay. And say like this. Um, yeah, so she's found a spot that's, you know, it's not very large, but there is a little bit of an opening um, with not as much vegetation uh, in it or above it. Um, looks like maybe a tree fall spot at some point. Um, yep, this looks... And I sort of point around, like, don't touch those plants. There are bugs over there. Yeah. Uh, good bugs or bad bugs? Itchy bugs. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, are this there... looks good to me. Yeah, are there, within this little area, are there any, like, large trees that we can try to camp, like, up against the trunk, or, like, buttress roots that we can kind of be, like, Ooh, yeah. you know, kind of, so we kind of have, like, shelter on the sides of us and kind of be up against the tree so we can't really be approached from, like, directly behind? Um, there isn't a tree with buttressed roots right here, but there are some trees with big trunks, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well... We like big trunks, and we cannot lie. Here it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Looks good to me. Looks good to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got all this, all these uh, nuts and berries and leaves that I've been picking up for a while. I don't know if any of them are vegetables, but we could eat all of them. This one is my favorite. Mm. Oh, also, did we pass any more of those cashew trees? Because I would have grabbed a couple of pods. Um, yeah, you've passed a few more of those, yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, well, let's get a fire started. <laughs> yeah. I got a flint and steel, so I can start it. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, you do the thing where you make camp. Yeah. We yeah. do the thing. And I would roast yeah. at least one of the pods over that while we, okay. while we have it. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have like uh um do you have rations with you? Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah, we brought some rations. But Cedric's <laughs> just going to eat all the all the stuff he gathered. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All this fresh yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming that it's a lot of like that there's like nuts that I can like roast mm -hmm. and leaves that I can roast. Yeah, um, you even pulled up some tubers, uh, so nice big starchy roots of things. So yeah, you've got a wide variety of stuff. Um, you've got even got some of those flowers that smell a little spicy. Um, so yeah, you've got a smorgasbord. Hmm. Alright, in that case I get like a big flat piece of bark, and I kind of like lay it out and I make like a whole charcuterie board kind of thing. <laughs> big plate for everybody. Nice, nice. <laughs> I love it. Vegetarian nice. charcuterie. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a pretty fancy per. I, I don't know. I mean, I know we've just met, but I'm known as the fancy one of the party. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cedric. Oh, sure. it's so sweet. Everybody's sharing. I like it. I would also go digging under if there was a fallen tree nearby. I would go digging for some grubs as well. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, the Lion King? Yeah, sure. Okay. Something squishy and edible. <laughs> That'll be all for you. <laughs> mm. 
uh, yeah, said. I mean, I've been watching you guys just following me all day long, so I don't yeah. even think about. It. I'm just grabbing the food that I like. Yeah, Cedric might try it actually. Yes, Cedric is definitely gonna try that. Kay is gonna go throw up in the bushes. Aww. <laughs> even with from the vegetables? No, no. But when she sees Nadia and Cedric eating grubs, she's oh. yeah, she's. That feels accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lucanus, Lucanus is taking part in it, so he thinks they're good. I like your guys' sense of adventure. That is good stuff. Um, all right, are you doing anything else? Uh, Cedric is oh. gonna ask Nadia if she has any like grub recipes. If there's like a spice that she likes on her grubs. If she likes to cook them or eat them raw. <laughs> I sometimes I cook them in fire, like the nuts, but. Spices? Yeah, you know, like just you just eat things. Hmm. Well, sometimes you can mix two things together and make a third thing. <laughs> like, uh... like I pull out some, you know, little leafy thing in one of the cashews and. Yeah, like that kind okay. of. Yeah, yeah, sure, that works. I I don't actually know what spices are. They just come in jars from traders that used to bring them into the caves. Oh, except for yeah. salt. Salt is always nice. Uh. <laughs> you can mine salt underground. I, I assume. I mean, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. That's yeah. where you're getting it. <laughs> sometimes they farm it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mm. know if you would farm it underground, though. I mean, unless well, you lived you... underground full-time, in which case you might. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, are you doing anything else besides having this culinary uh, discussion? Probably just making notes and getting ready to go to sleep so we can get up like ideally probably trying to set out as early as we can because we have no idea how far we're going to have to travel. Okay. Yeah. So Kay is going to say, um, I feel like we should probably set like a watch or something like that to just make sure that nothing attacks us and murders us in our sleep. Agreed. That We probably should. We have no idea where we are. Uh, Lucanus asks Nadia to uh, help him identify like the edible stuff a little bit better. Cool. Thank you. Like, of the things that you pulled out, are sort of, not that one. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> That's like this, but see, it's different, because this has... Ah, uh, yeah, sort of. I see. I mm-hmm. see. <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> okay. And Nadia work would... on his plant ID. <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And Nadia would, climb, would sort of fly up to one of the lower branches and uh, pull off the cloak and sort of set it up as like a hammock mm-hmm. and just sort of set up shop up there. Oh, that's uh-huh. cool. See, he's cleaning trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah. I want well, a hammock. <laughs> Lucanus is going to set up his tent and related accoutrement and um, just take the first watch. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, okay. Cedric and Kay will take the next two watches, um, which I guess will be a full night's sleep. Okay. Yeah, if we have four people doing it, I think we'll be able to do... Well, Lucanus only has to sleep four hours, so it, you'd only need three, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I can yeah. I can take I can take a longer watch than the other people, and also, we don't really want Fletcher watching the camp at night because no dark vision. Well, it's true. We probably shouldn't leave a fire going like all night if there's those 
crazy things around <laughs> that could that we might attract that that uh, Nadia warned us to avoid. Does Kay have dark vision? Uh, yes. Okay. She does. It should yeah. be on her character sheet, but yes, it, she does. Oh, yeah, her character sheet is just formatted differently, so I wasn't yeah, sure where. Yeah, she has 60 feet of dark vision just like you. Okay. Lucanus has low light vision. Okay. Yeah. What is dark vision under? Is that under... Um, it, mm, it would be under special abilities on the entry for your, uh, yeah. For your creature. Yeah. yeah. All it says is low light vision on mine. So yeah. I don't know how many feet that is, though. Um, I, it's also 60 feet. Let me check, Cindy, real quick. Um, da, 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 da. I don't think I do. I don't think you do. But you've got those big fish eyes. Yeah, I can see on water. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, you must have some kind of special vision. Uh, uh, you do also have dark vision 60 feet. Nice. Yeah. That, where is that listed? Um, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, there it is. Haha, ha, special, special qualities. Special qualities, that's it, yeah. Dark vision is all one word. Which ah, is... yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. Your search image just needs to be very yeah. specific. Yep. So yeah, the what? Three of you have dark vision. One of you has low light vision. One of you has human vision. Human vision. Human vision. <laughs> now. Um. <laughs> all right. So you're setting watches. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lucanus, can you give me two, yeah, two perception checks for your, I'm assuming you're doing like an, I don't know how, how long a watch you're doing, but yeah, do All two right. perception checks since you're doing a two watch, I guess. <sighs> okay, so six and that's without the bonus. Just give me the whole thing, so the roll plus the bonus. Because that's the actual. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't just. Don't just give me the die roll. Always give me the die plus whatever it is you're supposed to be adding to it. Okay. So that first one would have been ten. Okay. And then uh, fifteen. Okay. Um. So your watches go pretty uneventfully. Um. During your second watch, you do notice um something comes snurfling through the undergrowth, um, and you see this creature. Uh, it looks somewhat like a lean, uh, black pig, um, but with longer legs, and it has a weird, like, stretched out, elongated, droopy nose, and it's just sort of snurfling around in the undergrowth. You look at it, it looks at you, it snurfles away, um, otherwise pretty uneventful. Lots hmm. of good eating on one of those. On a tapir? <laughs> you eat a tapir? <laughs> I mean... Sure. Yeah, you think Lucanus would need a tapir? I mean, <laughs> I I need a tapir. I mean, my character would, but I would too. Uh, um, okay. Uh, I'm so glad that my description worked because I was like, I was like writing all of this like, how would one describe a tapir to someone who didn't know what a tapir was? <laughs> like, just the word snurfler, just. Very, the, yeah. thing, the thing that pops into your head when you say the word snurfler is what a tapir looks like. I mean, pretty much. It's fair. Yeah. It's valid. Yeah. yeah. When I worked Checks at the out. zoo, I had one snurfle my arm, and I was like, I'm never washing this arm again. It was so great. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise, your watches, I mean, again, like the jungle, if it's possible, seems to get even louder when the sun goes down. Um, there are lots of things living in this place, there are so many sounds. Stuff in the undergrowth, insects, and you know, nighttime birds, and it's just it's very loud, and there's a lot of stuff, but you don't see or hear anything that seems immediately threatening. 
David Attenborough just walks by and says hello, and then <laughs> right <laughs> and goes off into the woods. Here you see the Lucanus in his natural <laughs> habitat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, who's up next? Uh, <clears throat> Cedric and Kay. Cedric is next. Cedric is next. Cedric, perception check. Uh, that's a twelve. That's a twelve. Um, yeah. So first, you notice that. Uh, when Lucanus is finally in his trance, that it seems to not be necessarily super restful. Um, that's something he's noted before, but this is the first time anybody's been awake to notice it. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, other than that, again, it's incredibly loud. So loud. Wait, Lucanus or just no, the jungle the, the, itself? The jungle. Oh, okay. Yes, the jungle right. itself. Not Lucanus. Right. Um, it is, yeah, it's very loud, but... You don't see or hear anything that seems especially threatening? Alright. Nothing snurfles. Uh, nope. Kay gets a... Um, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Uh, it's a 12 plus... Or, mm. I'm not sure. Uh, plus 5. Wow. Uh, okay. 17. Is that... I think. Yeah. Uh, she has a plus 6 to perception. Oh, a plus yeah. 6. Okay. Yeah. So, as you two are sort of... <laughs> Changing voices. <laughs> just just um, yeet your coworker over there. I was gonna yeet. It was just like a, a shift. Um, <laughs> Plop. Uh, as you two are shifting places, uh, Cedric Kay stops and like puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, like with one shaking finger, like pointing behind you, just in time. <laughs> Switching screens. Uh, just in time for you to feel something like reach out um, and hit you from behind. Um, and that is a. <laughs> a friendly butterfly. Uh, does a 21 hit me? <laughs> does a 21 hit me? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you, you feel something reach out and sort of, like, hit you and, like, wrap around you from behind. Oh, like good. a hug. It's a hug. Chris um, is hugging you. <laughs> Some animals just live on affection alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, not any animals I live with. <laughs> um, and that does... I mean, I would just assume that your cat lives on light, given how much of it... They absorb. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not the case? Um, yeah, yeah. She's like the fungus inside the Chernobyl reactor, or whatever. It's... <laughs> yeah. Um, and can you give me a grapple check? That's a twenty. Oh wow. A dirty okay. twenty. A dirty twenty. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so it it wraps around you and does um six points of damage Oof. um but you like because k was sort of like pointing um you managed to sort of like scoot forward and it doesn't actually like hug and hold you that's cedric i scoot in con in combat yeah yeah and i would like both of you which is i guess just single you to roll initiative <laughs> that's okay i got Two dice. Hey! This one's K. Notice, uh, Nancy, I painted my nails on my K hand. Cedric's no nails. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing. That's, uh, that's brilliant. That's I love it. Wonderful. Uh, Cedric uh, got a 17, 
and K got a where is initiative? I, I wish our sheets were formatted the same. Um, her initiative, she has a plus four to initiative? Mm -hmm. It's an 11. An 11. Um, okay, so Cedric had a... 17. 17, okay. Um, okay, has an okay. Uh, so that was the surprise attack, but it's going to go again. Um, can I have another grapple check from you? Yes. That is a 13. Okay, so this time, again, something, it's like weird, it's like, like not very big around, but it's heavy feeling when it slams into you, and it grabs you from behind, and you take another uh, nine points of damage, is that, yeah, Oof. nine points of damage, um, yeah, and you are now being held by this thing around your waist, basically, um, yeah, uh, okay. So now it is your turn. Um, if that okay. Um, interesting. Um, uh, I haven't even thought about what I might do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, You're being hugged. The jungle yeah. is hugging you. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just gonna uh, swing at it with my warhammer. Okay. Um, I just swing at the stuff that's on you, or are you gonna like turn around and try to? Well, can I turn around? Like, how does the grapple work? Like, uh, so it's so it's like it's holding you um like around the waist but you could still like turn and look okay yeah right? i definitely mm -hmm. want to do that yeah 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 you just can't like walk around okay um, yeah but yeah um so what you see when you turn around and look is that you are being held by a big thick vine and the big thick vine is attached to even more bigger thicker vine um yeah hmm. So Wild Tangela appeared. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Only it's much less cute and much hmm. less nice. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just going to try and, like, crush the vine that's a, that's grappling me. Okay. Uh, um, oh, shit. Uh, that's a seven. A seven. Mm -hmm. um, so you are so startled by seeing that you're being attacked by a plant, of all things, uh, that you... Your hammer goes, like, right past the vine, but it doesn't actually hit it. Okay. Uh, Cedric's also going to call out, um, To arms! <laughs> That's what you're yelling? Yeah. To arms. <laughs> um, is that enough to wake any of us? Uh, yes. It better um, be. <laughs> he's really loud. Uh, it will wake you, so now I need all of you to roll initiative. Ah, uh, I got a 20. You put my pencil. Nat 20. How did I do that? There it is. A nat 20. Well, with your initiative, it's what? That's what I'm trying to find. Anybody else? I have a 9. You have a 9. They all 7. <laughs> and a 7. Good grief. So I, left all this, initiative. I left all of this space in the top of my initiative list for you guys, and then... <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Uh, that's good. We're all a little um, slow right now. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, groggy, just um, waking up. Uh, plus two is my modifier, so 22. Uh, 22. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so that was enough to wake you guys up, and you will appear in that uh, initiative order. Um, Kay gets to go first anyway, though, so now it is Kay's turn. Okay. Um, also, Veronica says that Peter's cat is always her favorite guest star. <laughs> um. Aww. 
Sorry, Cindy. Nothing personal, Cindy. Uh, and uh, hello, L Young Fifty. Welcome to the game. Um, but yes, it's Kay's turn now. Okay. Um, so Kay is going to. Um, so Nancy doesn't have anything written down for attack bonus for her sickle. Is it the same as for her short bow? No. Oh. Um, she doesn't have one for her uh, sickle oh, because she has a. No, it's because she has a low strength. So she oh. has a. Uh, she has a mm. one base attack bonus, but it's canceled out by her minus one strength. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, no. I, I, I think Kay's still going to attack with her sickle because, okay. I mean, if there's one thing that you can, you should be able to hit with a sickle, it's a vine. Like, it's plant monster. Yeah. I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Right? Plant monster. Right? Like, I, yeah. Like, so... Uh, yeah, you don't have roundup. The, the so right <laughs> yeah, mechanical uh, pest management. Um, all right, yeah. So the the serendipity gods will have to do it. Ooh, that's a sixteen. Ooh, that's a hit. All right. Roll me some sickle damage. Way to go, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I consistently do better when I'm playing with. I was else. about to say that because you at twenty when you were playing Lucanus. Yeah. And... That's only two damage. Yeah. Only uh, two damage. It's okay. just it's just one d6, right? First so, yeah. crit of the game. First crit of the game. Okay. But all, yes. Didn't Peter get me knocked out when he played as Fletcher at the farm? But you are, to be fair, you are very squishy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Because he, he he didn't he didn't he used up all your spells, but he didn't get you knocked out because he was playing you very carefully because he didn't want you to get hurt. Ah. <laughs> but I did use all um, spells. So you did use up all his spells. Um, okay, so yeah, Kay sort of reaches around uh, Cedric and um, yeah, he, uh, takes a, a little bit of a bite out of the vine with her sickle, but she she didn't like move any closer to it because scary jungle things. Um, <laughs> Fletcher, you are hearing this noise of Cedric yelling, um, and you are just waking up. Uh, what what would you okay. like to do? <laughs> Um, I'm guessing it's still just dark, right? Yeah, it's very dark. So I and can't I, it, see anything. Did you guys put your fire out? It sounded like you were not going to leave your fire going. I had suggested not. I had suggested putting it out because of those other things that would might be attracted to it and find us. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, if you put your fire out, then there is no light for you right now. Um, well, since I'm laying down, uh, I, it's what I'd use all my movement to get up when I hear what's going on, like to to get upright. Yeah, that's a um, move, a move action. Yeah. yeah, and and since it's completely dark, um, I have no. I mean, do I, do I have any sense of how close they sound like they're to me? Like when I hear what's going on, uh, did they me, like are they far away? Give me a perception check. Okay. I'm assuming you guys were all sleeping in like pretty much the same area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. Um, that's only an eleven. Okay, I mean, yeah, it sounds like they're pretty close. Um, you don't have, like, a great bead on exactly how far away or how close they are, but, like, yeah, they're still within your campsite, basically. Okay. Um, well, then I'm just going to have to use my turn, I guess, uh, casting. Uh, I, I pull out my, uh, my staff, and I cast light on the staff so that it lights up where we are so I can actually see what's going on. Um, so that creates... 20 a uh, 20 foot radius of bright light and an additional 20 foot radius beyond that of dim light um so like where we are it gets illuminated uh from my staff okay you do that let there be light you are correct eric 
Um, all right, so now it is lit up, and now you can see at the end of your turn that uh, Cedric is being hugged or, or tangled up in some sort of large vine that Kay has just taken a whack at. Um, and Nadia, you also now wake up hearing this yelling and all sorts of stuff, and then a bright light illuminates the campsite where you all are. Um, so I guess, well, you're actually up in the tree. So yeah, you hear yeah. all of this on the ground below you okay. and see the bright light appear. And uh, Yeah, so I uh, would... We did establish that I have a knife, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I grab... I grab it's basically a glorified fishing knife. It is a fishing knife. Yeah. From my bag and uh, fly down and uh, take a whack at the thing that's... At the vine thing. Do that. So, uh, so attack. Oops, and I don't think I have an attack bonus, right? Um, it would be uh, whatever you roll plus your strength modifier. The strength modifier, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which is, oh, that's actually plus two. So that's 16. Okay, yeah, that hits. Roll me some damage. 16 to hit. Yeah, so you have All a right, dagger, and... so that's 1d4. 1d4? I believe. Wait, are you oh. a medium creature? Or a small creature. Uh oh, I'm. It's one d three. Right, because you're a small creature. Of, yeah. Because uh, it's small. Yeah. And I think. So I'm trying to remember if there was a difference between. There's only a difference in the crit. Okay. Yeah. So one d three, which means I roll a six and divide by two. So that's two two whole points of damage. Two. Hey, that's the same as K. <laughs> of damage. I mean, you have cut some chunks out of it. That's good. Yeah. Um. That's good. Okay, uh, back to the top of the round. Now it's Lucanus's turn. You hear all of this commotion. Cedric is yelling. Kay is screaming. There's some uh, weapon sounds, and this bright light illuminates the campsite. Uh, what are you doing? Well, I guess things hit the fan. I am going to roll a 18. To do what? Is that your attack? Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, yeah. Okay, what are you attacking with? Uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the great sword. Not doing quite doing the... the rage thing yet, but okay. not raging, doing the great sword. Okay, so an 18 hits. Roll me some damage. Oh shit, 12. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, base attack bonus plus two. No, um, you do not add your base attack bonus to damage. Okay. Only to your attack. Okay, yeah. <laughs> attack bonus to be four. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So I got. I, I got a 12, so I I take a good thwack at the thing. You do. You take an excellent thwack at the thing. There are just leaves flying. There are chunks of vine flying everywhere. Um, yeah, it it uh, is severely diminished by Lucanus's half-awake attack with his great sword. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally what it is, just... Everybody sees, like, a half-awake elf just sort of, like, not really even, like, obviously trying to hit. He just sort of heavily stumbles into it with the sword and gets a good hit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next, it is the plant's turn. Um, I am reading. Sorry. Uh, plant. Are complicated. Plant. Plant. Um, Angry plant. Oh, okay. Um, I need everybody to, well, except for... Cedric, um, <laughs> everybody to give me a reflex save. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> 21. Wow. Two. Oh. 
No, that's not good. No, that's not good. I was doing so well there, too. I know you were. Okay. How'd the dice roll? Uh, my dice roll was two. Oh. Oh, man. And I don't know my bonuses. I'm gonna bet that doesn't beat the DC. That's, it doesn't matter. Okay, how about K? What did K get? Oh, oh, shoot, I didn't oh, roll for oh, K. Shoot. I forgot I had to roll for K. Oh, that's why I was asking. <laughs> um, oh, no. K. <laughs> uh. Oh, no. That's a 12. That's, oh, just missed it. Oh. Right. You okay. said that was a reflex save? It was a reflex save. Yeah, that's a big five for me. Big five! <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so all of the vegetation in the area sort of, like, it, like, twitches, and all of a sudden starts wrapping around y'all's ankles and up your legs, um, and uh, you are now, uh, all except for Fletcher... Yeah, because K got a 12. Yeah, so everyone except for Fletcher, um, you are now entangled, uh, which means that you do not have a move speed right now, so you cannot move around. So mm. uh, those of you who are in melee with the plant, which I guess is, yeah, K, Lucanus, and Nadia, you are stuck there. Um, Fletcher, you see the plants start twitching, and you realize... Do you think what's happening? You're familiar with lots of different kinds of spells and spell-like effects, and you manage to just sort of, like, jump out of the way and onto a patch of bare ground in time to not be entangled. So you still have movement um, on your turn, uh, but everyone else is entangled. And uh, the plant is also going to... Let's see, there's three of you in... Of course. Um, so, Nadia, it is also going to throw a vine out towards you. Um, does a 15 hit you? Uh, I just looked that up. Where to go? <laughs> I just looked... Oh, that's armor class, right? Uh, my armor Correct. class is 16. Yeah. You said 15? Yes. Oh-ho! All right, so the vine reaches out towards you, and you sort of, like, lean... Because you can't actually move, but you just like... <laughs> um, yeah, so it does not get you this turn. So yeah, that's that's what it do. Uh, Cedric, you are still grappled. Um, oh, I don't get to roll for it? Not until your turn. Oh, 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 okay, yes. All right. You can choose to use your action to break out of a grapple. No. 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 Okay, um, but it is your turn now. Okay. Oh, okay. That, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, there is the um, like the the smell of, of heated metal and kind of burnt hair. Um, Cedric Ooh. glows a little bit um, and uh, just casts uh, cure light wounds on himself. <laughs> very close. Very close to being unconscious. Oh no. It's uh, eight. So okay. For eight, eight, eight. You do points. that. Yes. So, <laughs> much better place. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess that's my turn. I guess that's all I can do. Yep. Um. All right. And then it's Kay's turn. Cool. Uh. So Kay is gonna take a swing at the um vine that is grappling her, uh, with her sickle. Oh wait, is she? 
Okay, so she is not grappled by the vine. She is entangled by the plants on the ground. So she can either try oh. to break out of the entanglement or she can continue attacking the vine. Or she could, I mean, she could do something else, but, like, those are the two, like, Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, she's still close to the vine that's wrapping around Cedric, right? Correct. Yeah, mm. yeah, Kay, Kay cares about me. She's definitely gonna, <laughs> she's gonna try and cut through the vine that's, that's, that's choking the life out of me. Okay, yeah, totally. That is a, um, there's no attack modifier, right? Shit. All right, that's a 12. That's a 12. That's a miss. Damn it. Mm. All right. That's well, that's that's all Kay's got. That's all Kay's got. Thanks for nothing, Kay. <laughs> Fletcher. Hey, she um, tried. She tried. I'm guessing so this vine is coming from like a sort of like off site and entangling him. So like if I were to if I were to try to cast at the vine, I don't have to cast at the vine that's like around him. Right? No. Yeah, like as you um <gasps> Hi Bugwen! Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Welcome to the game. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, Fletcher, as you're looking now that you've got light and you can see the area more, if you follow the vine that's entangling or, or constricting Cedric kind of back, it's it's sort of this, like, big jumble of vines and plant material kind of like hanging out in the periphery of this campsite. So it had sort of like blended into the rest of the vegetation. Um, and yeah, so you can see like it, it, not a body, but a, you know, a body, a clump that you could aim at. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far away is it from me? Um, it's probably like 10, 15 feet away. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys, uh, then... again, this was not a huge campsite, so you're all... Yeah, yeah. Together. I didn't know if it, was like, if it was like a vine coming from like way, way far away, like Jumanji style when it like no. comes through the house. <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite that extreme. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to try to cast a ray of frost over at the, like, that main mass of the plant material that I see off-site. Okay. Um, right. Still don't have super great spells, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what, is that an attack? It is a ranged touch attack. A ranged touch attack. Okay. And for, and total I got was 15. Mmm, that's a hit. Roll me some frost damage. Okay. Two cold damage. Two cold damage. Ah, 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 ah. Um, yeah, so you loose this little bead of, like, kind of white light, and it goes zipping past Kay and Cedric, um, and it hits the, the plant conglomeration and a little bit of frost kind of like moves up the vine that's surrounding Cedric uh, and it yeah it looks like you did some damage. Thank you for enjoying my evil laugh Veronica. Um, <laughs> uh, next it's Nadia's turn. Alright uh, so if it says full attack is two claws does that mean two separate claw attacks? Um, oh geez. Because it specifies full attack is two claws. We've never done oh, unarmed full... stuff. Yes, full attack is yeah. two claws, so yes, that is claw claw. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so basically I'm how... going to drop the dagger. Mm, nice. Uh... Yeah, basically how this version works is that, like, you can either do a movement and, like, a partial attack. So, like, you could have moved and used one claw. A full attack mm -hmm. is you're not going to move this round, but you can do claw claw or whatever. Well, I'm entangled, so I'm already not moving. So I right. am going to claw at uh, the big vine. Because he's Marvelous. still caught, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to uh, claw advice. Do it. So first one, 
is a fail. That's a natural one. Oh, no. And the second one is a 19. Uh, Boom. Plus six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so technically that natural one comes out to a seven, but I don't think that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so with your first claw attack, you're still sort of like caught <laughs> off guard or off balance by the all of the plants grabbing your legs. Um, so you reach out to claw the vine and like your, your fingernail, your claw kind of like catches a little bit of Cedric's chainmail instead. Um, but with your second claw, you do hit the vine. Um, so roll me some damage. All right. And that's Three. Nope. Three. Nope. Yes. Three. 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 Yes. Three damage. Wow. All right. Yeah. So you <laughs> you take a swipe and there are now yeah like that that part of the vine is looking pretty shredded. It's still holding Cedric, um, but it it looks a lot less sturdy than it did when we started things. And that brings us back to Lucanus. Hmm. So without being able to move, would I be in range of that big mass conglomeration that Fletcher hit? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much where you ran up to when you first ran and hit it. Okay. So, let's see. I am going to rage. So, you know, all the all the physical form changes and all that. Yeah. Uh, black eyes, black hair, jade green scars. And I got a six. Total? Uh, let's see, I had my attack bonus. So, yeah, that would be that would be an eight. Wait, you got a six on the die. You add yeah. your two base attack bonus. You also add your strength your, modifier. Yeah, is your great sword a two handed weapon? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so you so add six, one and a two, half times four. one and a half times your raging strength modifier. Okay, so sorry. Sorry. Uh one what do I add one point five times? Your strength modifier for while you're raging, because it's higher while you're raging. Okay, so yeah. So the base strength is plus two, so it would be plus four. So that would be, what, ten, if I'm reading this right? So I have the base attack. Right. And then yeah, the attack yeah. bonus from the greatsword. Yeah. So, okay. So you rolled a six. Yeah. Your strength when you're raging is a plus four. So one and a half times that is a plus six. So that's 12. Plus two for your base attack bonus is a 14. You just missed hitting the plant. Ah. Oh, Aw. Rats. Um, no rats. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you take a swing, but again, it's very disconcerting to like not be able to find your footing and like shift your feet to take a swing like you normally do because all these plants are wrapped around your ankles. Um, yeah. So you do miss, unfortunately. And Walk he's off. still pretty groggy too. Yeah. Um, but in that case, um, another vine comes whipping out from this plant conglomerate at you, uh, Lucanus. Um... And um, does a 16 hit your armor class? Um, uh, it would see. be your flat-footed armor class, technically, because you are entangled. Uh, let's see. The base is for the armor class is 15, and then I have a plus... No, sorry. Flat-footed AC is 13, and then I have a plus 3 armor bonus, so... I mean, is that how that works? No. No. It your flat footed is ten plus your armor, so that's the thirteen. Basically, oh. your, your flat footed is your full armor class, but without your dexterity bonus. Okay, so that means. Oh, okay, so yeah, that hits. Does hit you, um, and now I need you to make a grapple check. Grapple check. Uh, five. Oh man, it grapples you, and you take. 
10 points of damage. Not nice plant. Bad plant. No, this is this is not a plant that you would want for a house plant. Mm. <laughs> or would you? <laughs> I mean... Little shop of horrors. Can't see me, but I'm doing the same point that Peter was yeah. at the same time. We're all on the same page here. <laughs> um, Cedric, it's your turn. Okay, uh, so um, Cedric is going to just swing at it with his hammer now. Do it! Do it! Uh, that is a miss. Oh, um, no. So Nadia now is swinging at the same, like, vine that is grappling Cedric as K, yes. right? So they are yes. flanking the vine, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like the tendril. Well, they would be if it was not a plant. You can't. No! Only things with discernible anatomy, so like a face, uh-huh. can be flanked or critted. Speaking as a plant scientist, plants have discernible anatomy. <laughs> What I mean when I say discernible anatomy, I clarified and said a face, right? So basically flanking is when you're on opposite, directly opposite sides of a creature. So think, uh, you know, if you were fighting a human in a sword fight, they would not be able to look at both of you at the same time, which means it's harder for them to defend against each of those attacks. But okay. this plant, with an attention focus. Right. This yeah, plant is sense. not looking at you, um, so it's not like it's not like flanking it. Uh, makes it harder for it to defend against attacks. Um, it also does not have... A, the way the D&D book says it, it says it does not have a discernible anatomy, which means you can't crit them. I know full well that, like, yes, we could figure out what a critical <laughs> hit on a plant would be, mm-hmm. but that's just the way the book says. <laughs> I know, I know. I just... I was, I was trying to stick up for my teammate. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. We could have a long discussion about whether or not plants could be subject to critical hits. Okay. Um, but they are not flanking the plant, sorry. Okay, well then, uh, I guess the additional question I have at, I want to ask is, can I use sneak attack on a plant? Nope. <laughs> the sneak Again. attack says it can't use its dexterity. <laughs> It's no fun. You can't sneak up on it. No, you can't sneak up on it because again, it doesn't have the sight. Like, <laughs> but it's busy grappling me. It's distracted and it's flanking. It's flanking. You can't like well, surprise a plant. Uh... So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Plants. So my research is actually photoreceptors in plants, and plants are literally just covered in photoreceptors. If oh, yeah. if they had a nervous system, they would literally just be one big. Like, retina. But, okay. But, this is a motile plant, right? So it it is able to move and currently cannot, right? So I feel like it should... Oh, never mind. Anyways, alright. So Kay's gonna... Yeah, you know, Peter, I I would argue that they could be subject to critical hits. (laughs) Um, But, you know, in terms of of, uh, uh, flanking or, you know, sneak attacking... They are they are literally just one big photosensory organ. <laughs> they are an eye. And Kay. you are being grabbed by a plant's eye right now. Mm-hmm. Kay also misses with her attack. Kay also Aww. misses. Bummer. Well, you're trying. Um, <laughs> Fletcher! Yay! Uh, okay. Eric, Eric says, counter-argument, plants are always surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I li- yeah, the Eric! This, I knew I liked you. <laughs> Fletcher, what are you doing? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I to still try to avoid getting close to it. Um, I think I'm gonna try. Very smart. Good choice. I 
think I'm gonna ch- instead try to do uh, use my light crossbow at the like the main body of the plant that's over there. Yeah, do that. Um. Okay. <laughs> L Young fifty says one big retina is the most alarming descriptor of a plant they've ever heard. <laughs> Alright, what is your what your attack? Uh I miss. Oh no! no. So this is And if you hit a Maristan you crit. I would I would argue that. <laughs> that would hurt. Um, if you if you hit the crotch on a Bradford pair, you crit. Just that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you hit a crotch on most things, you crit. Mm-hmm. Nadia, save us. <laughs> uh yeah, two claw attacks. Just do it. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, what did I say? It's plus six, so that's, uh, ten? No. No. And, uh, uh, math. Twenty-three. Twenty-three! Definitely ten. <laughs> Carrying the whole team. Yep. <laughs> uh, three, four, five. Five! Five points of damage. Oh, man. It is... Math is hard. Shoot. Okay. Um... <laughs> It is looking really ragged now. Um, and it's still holding on. Um, yeah, it's it's looking really ragged now, uh, but it is still there. Um, <laughs> uh, Lucanus, your turn again. Still raging. Um, you are grappled by the plant. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to roll a 15. To do what? That's before all the bonuses. To, to, to do what? Uh, to attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before all of the bonuses. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Roll me some damage. Alright. Uh, this is eight. This is eight! So, yeah. after having just been grabbed by the plant and squeezed and hurt and everybody else is sort of flailing in the, the semi-darkness, Lucanus takes a moment to breathe, does the, like, sword up over the head thing, and you just, like, bisect the, the rest of the shrubbery, um, and it falls, yeah. and the vines around you and Cedric both relax, um, and it is now just destroyed on the ground. You made shredded lettuce. <laughs> Excellent. Is the, is Cedric the, just is like, the enemy dead? Yeah. Oh, very dead. Cedric just, like, Lucanus, drops his hammer Lucanus on the ground and leans it, on it. Points it at, at, Without missing a beat, he's like, hey, Nadia, is this edible? <laughs> edible? Is it? You've never we seen one it? of them before. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I haven't ever seen one of these? No. At least not that you know. I mean, it's like, it's a plant. I mean, I would have remembered. I mean, you would have remembered so, or not survived. So yeah, yeah, I figure you would have warned us about it if you'd seen this before. I, I haven't seen one of these before. This is, and I pull out, I grab the gear off the ground. Or are we still entangled or no? No, all of the everything relaxed. Yeah, basically as soon yeah, as you bisected I, it, it all just like ugh. Lost yeah, I grab the right dagger there. off the oh. ground and sort of stab at something one more time before I put it away. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right, Ryan. It did lose all of its turker pressure. Um, it is dead. Um, <laughs> and I'm actually going to fly and hover about five feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure that was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, Cedric just kind of like, he's got like his hand like on his ribs, and he's he's kind of having trouble breathing, so he's like looking up at Nadia, just flying above, you know, thinking, uh, that looks really handy. Um, and he's like, 
Uh, hey, Lucanus, how you doing, buddy? I, I, that really hurt, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm about, I'd say I'm about 50%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel, I feel you. I feel you. That was, that was rough. <laughs> um, come here, come here. I don't want to walk over there. Lucanus <laughs> <laughs> helps him over and... Yeah. I, Too busted. Yeah. Helps him over <laughs> and gets him in a comfortable position. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna heal you. I'm gonna heal you. Aww. So, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Uh for six. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. So let's take a pause right there, as we've just concluded combat. Um this seems like a great place for our halfway break. So go Use a very tiny amount of toilet paper or get yourself a beverage or something. Um, we're going to take a break. Well, hey there. We're still here. Are you still here? Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, so our friends just finished fighting a plant creature. Plant monster? I don't know. Um, I said they made it shredded lettuce and... Uh, L. Young, 50, wanted to know if shredded lettuce also belonged on the vegetarian charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all over the place. It is all over the place. You chopped it to bits and is now laying on the ground. Um, would you like to do anything with it? What would you like to do now? Um, um, I'd like to lick it. What does it taste like? How far into the night did we make it? Um, that was the like the when Kay and Cedric were switching watches, so it's like the very, very early morning. Okay. Like that, like, Nobody time like, where you wake up and you're like, this is a time that exists. <laughs> it, it, it's a time where there's only birds. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> birds and dairy farmers. Basically, basically, <laughs> let's just put it this way. If you had a really good night, you'd be drunk in a Waffle House right now, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Instead, I we're going to rebuild this campfire and burn this thing. Okay. I feel like that's that's what Cedric wants to do. We can. Is that what you're doing? People aren't going. If we're not thinking we're going to go back to sleep, if we're not thinking we're going back to sleep, we might as well start a fire again so we have better safety. Will, like, will we lose rest if we don't go back to sleep? Um, I mean, you got most of it, but I mean, you also like it, it's not like you're going to get exhausted or whatever for yeah. okay. Um, and nobody was healing. <laughs> now you'd need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I go back to sleep and get like <laughs> just uh, just a, yeah. just one? It would help a lot. <laughs> um, well, you tell me what you're doing. I'm just here to facilitate. Um, yeah, Cedric's gonna help uh, pile the bits up and burn it, and then like try and like grab another like forty like forty five minute nap before it, you know the sun comes up. Okay, um, while you're grabbing all of the bits to burn, um, would you give me a, uh, a search check? Me? Can I roll a search check, too? 18. Are you or... also searching the plant? Was that a thing you were already intending to do? Uh, I mean, I didn't know that you could search a plant. I mean, you can search anything, anytime. Lucanus did say he was going to lick it, so maybe he's looking he for he the, the most appetizing part of it. I did say I was going to lick it, so... <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna 
I, the reason I ask is because I rolled and got a 20, so. <laughs> there you go. Um, so between the two of you, um, so Cedric, you're like picking up and moving bits of plant, and Locanus is, is uh, sort of bending down, about to lick sort of like a, a piece that's still, you know, where the plant was attached to the ground and stuff. And Lucanus, you come nose to nose or lack of nose with a skull. Yeah. My nose situation is complicated. <laughs> Right. Well, I meant the skull doesn't have a nose, but your yeah. nose situation is also Nobody. complicated, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for Nobody clarifying all of that, because I was so confused. Cat has a nose. <laughs> like, yes, like, your scar goes through your nose, but you still have one. The skull yeah. does not have a nose. Yeah, because yeah. Skull. I mean, is, is, the nose, is the nose usable? And, and nobody knows. Oh, my God. Here he goes. Um... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no rhyming! No rhyming! That, that was not intentional. That really wasn't the uh, reaction I was expecting from you come to face to face with a skull, but okay. Um, yeah, so there is a skull on the ground right where you were looking and about to try to lick the plant. So, can I pull it out? You can. Um, and it is more or less attached to a skeleton. Of course. Um, it is a smallish body and skull, though. Like, it's not you-sized. Uh, Veronica wants to know if you still lick the plant. I, I, I mean, I want to know what this thing tastes like. I want to know if a carnivorous plant tastes like meat. Okay. Just chucks the skull over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting... Um... No, he, uh, he, he takes a look at the skull and he's like, I'll come back to this in a second. What does this thing taste like? <laughs> I mean, like, if you're just licking, like, the plant, like, it just, you know, tastes like plant, right? Like, there's nothing especially interesting about it. Um, okay. So yeah. it's like parsley, then. Sure. <laughs> I just made so many people so angry. Wrong opinion about parsley. <laughs> like a, anyway, um... Parsley just tastes like plant. Everything always comes back to cooking in this show, guys. Oh, uh, yeah, so it just tastes like a plant. Like, there's no distinctive flavor. It doesn't taste like meat. It doesn't taste weird. There's no toxin, as far as you can tell. It's just a plant. Okay, all right. Carnivorous plants taste like plants. Let's move on to the skull. Like There we go. So, I mean, it's it's not me size. Is it, like, Cedric-sized? Mm, give me a... Give me a heel check. A heel check? Yeah. All right. Uh, six. Of the medical store. Six. I mean, it's shorter than you, and Cedric spends a lot of time making noise about size, so, like, it could be Cedric, or, you know, someone related to Cedric. All right. Are there, any, are there any, like, valuables around the body, or...? Yeah, so you start digging back into the plant refuse, and um, again, between, you know, what Cedric has cleared away and what you are now digging through, um, you find a second small skeleton and skull, um, and you also do find some belongings. Um, so there are two small-sized morning stars, um, the partial remains of two sets of leather armor, um, and then there are two little, like, leather satchels, um, one has three chunks of uh, a very clear, like, colorless clear rock, um, and the other pouch has 100 gold pieces in it. I was going to say that I think it goes without saying that Kay is P. 
pissed off and freaking out right now, ranting, you know. (laughs) So not only are the birds dangerous and the plants are poisonous, but the plants can actually attack you. (laughs) I haven't seen that before, and I've been here a very long time. Lucana shoves the morning stars, and you said they were small morning stars, right? Yeah. Uh, Lucana shoves the morning stars and everything else into... His backpack picks up one of the skulls and walks over to uh, Cedric and be like, hey, did you know this thing has a stomach? And just sort of hands him the skull. Uh, but what? Where did you get this? No, apparently it, like, buries its victims after it's done with it over by the thing that tastes like plants. So uh, they, they were carrying some stuff on him and he hands him the clear rock. Do you know what that is? Uh, can I... I... I mean, oh, I, it, yeah. is it in a, okay, yeah. Uh, Rocks what, are your what, thing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Which check is that? Which check is that? Um, oh, is it, oh, is it a, I, I could do an appraise check? check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, just make a rock check. For a rock check. That's a, a rock check. Cedric. That's a 15. That's a 15. Um, yeah, these look like three hefty chunks of rock crystal, or what might otherwise be known as quartz. Oh, uh... Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, these are pretty, I guess. Um, it's not that uncommon where I'm from, but... But these are big chunks. Very big chunks. Uh, largest naturally occurring outcropping in the world is from where I'm from, Sam. It's really big. <laughs> There's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, wait, but wait, you found a skull? And, you, and like, yeah, okay, uh, these rocks are, they're very nice rocks, but you found a skull. Where... Where did you find this? He points over. He points over to um, uh, where the bodies were. Oh, oh! You found two bodies over here. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Are do they look like dwarf skeletons to me? Make a heel check. I mean, they're smaller than me. Shit. They could be about <laughs> your size, I suppose. Now that this is being like actually discussed out loud, Fletcher walks over there too, hearing hearing Cedric shouting about bodies. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, dying drowning, to know what Peter's drowning drilled pool and made starts that face. playing in the background. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, that was a that was a seven house. total. It was a seven, seven total. total. Yeah. I hear the house theme music too. <laughs> um. Uh. Again. Yeah. It's small. Um. I don't know. Could yeah. be you, could not be you. Yeah, Maybe Cedric's never horns? actually seen Whoa. a dwarf skeleton before. Like, he's seen dead, he's helped, you know, with funerals and stuff like that, but he's never actually seen a dwarf skeleton. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know. So, um, Fletcher, I mean, are you saying you're also coming over to look? Oh, uh, I mean, I walk over there, but, um, I think I, I take a look at him and say, I, I go, uh, I turn to Nadia and say, Nadia, are there, are there any, like, are there people that you've seen living in the forest or, or, or humanoid people that are are short like Cedric maybe would match this like this I've skeleton? Seen the big, I've seen the big ones, the big fur ones. But the, the, big. The, 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 the dangerous ones, right? Yeah. Have I seen any? I just messaged you. <laughs> oh! And the little mean ones! Could Do they... Would they th- Do you think if if this thing had some flesh on its bones? Would it, oh. Are they about this size? Are they like Cedric? Like little... like? Well... About his height, but they're scrawny, mean. Okay, maybe, maybe that's what this was. Maybe this is some of the the these other the little ones that you've seen around. 
if I if I look at the skull, does it look about that the size and shape of? Yeah, and uh, you saw. Those guys. Yeah, and like the the weapons that Lucanus picked up, and honestly, Lucanus, as you're picking them up and handling the Morning Stars, you're like, oh, these look kind of familiar. Um, you may have already looted Morning Stars or other small weapons from a creature uh, on this continent. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, if I had seen the Morning Stars, but I didn't, because they're in Lucanus's bag, <laughs> I might I might have been able to de- determine the craftsmanship of the Morning Stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can Lucanus, like, take out one of the Morning Stars from the bag? Because it's like... He I can! <laughs> does he? Huh? Said he yeah, can. Does he? You don't have to ask can. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you do the thing. You, you tell me oh, what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah. Sorry, you can't see me gesturing, but I'm gesturing like I'm picking something up out of my backpack and handing it to... Marvelous. Oh, they had weapons on them. Oh, yeah, this would be really... This was... Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, this is definitely not dwarven craftsmanship, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, no. Um, this this looks much more like the stuff you pulled off of goblins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you yeah. caught them in the grasslands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see see here, the iron work on this is, like, incredibly shoddy, cheap, poorly yeah. done. The spikes on these morning stars, they're not even the same length. Like, if you look, like, see, so, uh, you know, real morning stars should have uh, a, a symmetric blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hold on, I need to Google how morning stars are made right now. Dwarf-splaining? Dwarf-splaining. Yes. Yeah, always. (laughs) Always. That could be Cedric's middle name, honestly. Could be a good t-shirt. Cedric Dwarf-splaining gun is That would be a good t-shirt. I I have a problem where I watch and listen to shows like this all the time. We're like, that would make a great t-shirt. That would make a great t-shirt, too. All right. Well, well goblins. Yeah, Great. it looks like goblins. We know we know they're we know they're here. We encountered them in the grasslands. What if that means there are orcs in this jungle as well? Could be. Uh, have you seen like uh big like Lucanus, but not furry, kind of like gray green all over, big teeth? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Seen the little angry ones and the big furry ones, but big furry not one. a hmm. big angry one. Hmm. Well, that's good. Probably just furry oh. orcs. Furry orcs. That makes sense, right? That's definitely orcs with personas. They can be into whatever <laughs> yeah, they orcs. want. I was gonna say the fan art three, two, one. <laughs> orcs, orcs with, orcs with I, reddish fur. Yes. <laughs> I was. I was gonna. I was gonna try to stay away from kink shaming the orcs, but. I, I didn't keep sure them. I just said they have personas. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I didn't make a judgment. Nope. Although I, I suppose this is, I suppose this is a universe where everybody is running around in leather all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything goes, especially on this continent. It's wild. I mean, Lucanus is a big, pale, scarred guy wearing, you know, spiked leather, a spiked leather outfit. Someone's into that somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll just say some of us are still, you know, wearing. You know, respectable shirts, looking <laughs> like no... dirty shirts. I mean, it's it respectable it, though. It's clean. It's just stained. It's clean. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, it's right freshly now, laundered. Right now, we have to we have to give Cedric some credit, guys. This is the first time when the blood that is on his shirt has been green. <laughs> Am I? Did I get sap on my shirt? I mean, maybe a little. There's probably more <laughs> like we were. Just... We were slicing up those vines. I mean, yeah, it's more like a grass stain, I guess. It was oh, man! wrapped around yeah. him, too, yeah. so it must have been, like, rubbing on him and getting, like... I have chain mail on! It was rubbing on the chain... The chain well, mail yeah, kind of like, protects the shirt like a, a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, you've got, like, like, the stuff on the bottom of a lawnmower, but, like, all over yeah. your shirt. Oh, in between your shirt man. and I'm never so gonna get this out! by the chain mail oh. every time you move, it's just getting... I feel like, you know, the first company that sponsors this show should be, like, a laundry detergent company. <laughs> I feel like that's the only logical conclusion to all of this. Oh, and the commercials, the commercials will just be us washing whatever we, mm -hmm. whatever we, like, got on Cedric's shirt in the show mm -hmm. out of the exactly. shirt. Hey, seventh generation, if you'd like to sponsor us, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean... Tide. Who was that guy for OxyClean? Billy Mays. He's basically a like Cedric type, anyways. So I mean. Yeah. So he's yeah. Good Cedric isn't. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. We have to put Cedric on a lot of cocaine, but I think we can make it work. <laughs> oh boy. Back on topic, folks. No comment. All right. <laughs> Back on topic. Yes. Uh, well. So these plants, they, I mean, they were going to kill us, but they also killed some goblins, which helped uh, helped us. Uh, but what, I mean, what should we do now? Do we do we want to try to keep camping or just head out now? I mean, we're already awake. We should eat, but we can head out. Yeah, I think there's some of my spread underneath these vines. Yeah, I guess I'm... The charcuterie. Yeah, I guess I'm ready to eat a little bit, get an early start. Lucanus looks up at Nadia. Are you are you okay? Did you get hurt? I'm okay. I'm not hurt. Okay. I mean, it seems like everyone's healed up as much as they need to be. Uh, Kay's like, I'm I'm not fine. I am still mad about this. Like, n seriously, guys, nobody nobody is even bothered by the fact that apparently the plants can murder you here. Like, Lucanus walks over to Kay, gives her a hug. Oh, honey, everything can murder you here, not just the plants. <laughs> That yeah, doesn't make me feel thing. any she better. <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah, she said some of the plants you can eat and are good. And some things are just here. Yeah. They're not trying to murder us. This is just how the environment interacts with everything within it. They don't care that we're here. They're just hungry. Also important to note that the thing wanting to murder you and the thing being edible are not mutually exclusive. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, alright. Just in this case, you know, a whole meal consisting of parsley would... There's better things to eat. Mm -hmm. Cedric's getting more vitamins in, like, these two days than he's ever had in his entire life. His skin looks amazing, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His beard is lustrous, mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah. his eyes are bright. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his split ends have, have re-come back together. <laughs> like a, like a, a cleanse diet. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's gonna... Except that it's actually working instead of a cleanse diet, which doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. He's going to walk out of this jungle being, like, looking like the most amazing dwarf. And his dwarf girlfriend, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, is just going to be, like, so ecstatic to see him. I, I would like to remind everyone at this moment that he has multiple potential dwarf girlfriends. 
Um, you may not have noticed, uh, but I intentionally put in front of him three different attractive young dwarven ladies who each fall somewhere on the faith spectrum, and he is interacting ah. with all of them now. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I feel very put on the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so red. <laughs> it's just the lighting oh, in here. Yeah. He's amazing, yeah. <laughs> Why are you blushing? <laughs> I don't We're know! Gonna be... We're gonna be doing Bachelor Arta Edition. I mean, they're all on the, hey, if you didn't hear this earlier, we're doing a Rate My NPC bracket. You can find linked down below the Twitch or YouTube panels, or it's in the pinned comment on, or pinned tweet on our Twitter profile. Um, so you can choose between all of the dwarven ladies in the Cedric's Friends section of the bracket. That's one of the four categories on our Rate My NPC oh my bracket. Um, <laughs> because Cedric has made so many friends. <laughs> See, I'm likable. I'm likable. <laughs> So yeah, you can choose which right. one of those young ladies you think is going to win that that category. Yeah, that would be that'd be great. So I don't have to do it. Who is <laughs> who's going to get? Who is going to get the grilled rat on a stick with extra sage? Yeah, my grandmother. Is that like, like Stardew Valley where he's going to like ask one of them to go on a date with him by giving him a very specific present? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Lucanus picks up his stuff at camp, and you know. Doesn't look like he's gonna get to. Um, well, yeah. Doesn't look like he's gonna get to. You know, sharpen the weapons today. But he he sort of gives his stuff a once over, like during breakfast, just to make sure everything's still in good condition. And Cedric spends his morning uh, praying for his new spells and does not help with camp breakdown. Of course. Um, don't forget that the two of you who were wounded by the... Oh, no, because you were wounded after you had slept, so never mind. You have all of your wounds that you didn't heal yourselves yet. It feels very bad. That was a jerk thing for me to do. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Anyway. Do it. <laughs> and I guess I don't get my spell slots back that I... Well, I just now I just prayed at dawn, so yeah, do yeah. I get my so spell slots back those were, now? Yeah, those, that's, those spells that you used were ones that you had prepped the day before, right? So, yeah, you're like because you prep in the morning... Yes. I'm gonna heal myself then. I still That's have not the right dice. <laughs> I only have two rages today, right? Um, what is your? Hold on a second. That doesn't sound. So right. I get three. I get three daily, but it happened after I had. It happened after I had done the trance, but before dawn. So. Um. That's something we should have decided ahead of time. I will let you decide right now, and this will be our ruling going forward. Would you like a day to be trance to trance, or would you like it to be midnight to midnight? Uh, let's um, let's have it be sunrise to sunrise. Okay. Sunrise I, I feel like that's the most I feel like that's the most consistent thing possible. Okay. So basically, so... your stuff and Cedric's stuff reset at the same time. Oh, and Fletcher, <clears throat> I'm assuming you also prepare your spells in the morning. Yes. Okay. So yeah, all, all right. three of you reset at the same time. Cool. Well, so while they're preparing their spells, I'm gonna be, you know, sharpening and maintaining the weapons and stuff like that. Marvelous. So while while Lucanus, Cedric, and Fletcher all sit around doing nothing, Kay is gonna break down the entire campsite by herself, muttering to herself about <laughs> yep. how useless all these grown men that she's traveling around with are. Yep. Yeah. Oh, hold on, Jay, don't, Why don't. Why does Lucanus need to sharpen weapons? No, Adi is not just going to kind of 
follow her around trying to figure out what she's doing and trying to help and may or may not actually be useful. <laughs> Kay is going to intentionally put Lucanus's tent away incorrectly. Um, <laughs> no, Kay, no, no, I'll, I'll help. We just gotta, we just... You don't want me, like, whacking more deadly plants with dull weapons. I'll help. You just gotta tell me exactly what you need me to do. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, can't... Yeah. <laughs> Why does he need to sharpen his weapons every day? Have you ever tried to cut fabric with scissors that have previously cut paper? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you have to. It's it's just a sort of ritual for him. It. I mean, you have to you have to make sure everything's in good condition before you go out and like murder stuff. Makes me think of Molly Mock. Oh. I mean. Well, I also don't know of, of what psychopath would use fabric scissors on paper to begin with, but... <laughs> I, I, I've said it before, guys. There's a reason I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Is she uh, listening to the podcast? <laughs> she might be. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, anyway, but really. So, you know, after Lucanus <laughs> is, after Lucanus is um, done sharpening everything, he does what he can to help Kay. And okay. All right. And well, which way? Which way should we go, Nadia? Um, I'm gonna start leading them toward further up the river. Okay. Are we? Yeah. Are we still? Are we still near a portion of the river that I am familiar with and would know that it's still dirty? Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, so yeah, you've still got the sound of the river on your right, and you're moving in this sort of, like, northeasterly direction. Um, we are getting to the point where you have not gone any farther than this. Um, okay. Because, like, you've you spent a lot yet. of, I mean, like, you've been here for a super-duper long time. Um, but, like, as far as the river becoming gross, that's a fairly recent development. So, like, yeah, yeah. you traveled up this far once to look at it, but, like, yeah, you've this is pretty much the the edge of where you've explored before. Okay, so then at this point, I would lead them out, like, to the, the part of the river that, like, out, out closer to the river, right. so that we can actually see it. Okay. Um, yeah, so you sort of break through the trees and vegetation, and you see, again, it's not a super wide, like, bank, but there is, you know, an area of, like, sand or mud that stretches kind of in between the vegetation and the river, um, the river is still huge at this point. You can't really see the other bank or like, you know, it, it would be hard to even if it was close because it's grassland, so there isn't a whole lot of like structure to be able to see at a distance. Um, but yeah, it is a, a huge river, lots of water, um, and it does, uh, even upon, you know, cursory glance, it does have that weird foam and that sheen that you noticed before. Um, yeah, so it still looks similar. Okay. And as we go along, Nadia, every once in a while, will sort of forget herself and start sort of flying over obstacles instead of making sure we're going through places you guys can reach. And <laughs> we'll occasionally sort of clear a branch out of Ray and let it fly back and hit someone in the face if they're too close behind. And yeah. she she spent a long time living on her own. It's understandable. Yeah, she's not used. To, she's not used to being around people. No. Yeah. I feel like Cedric is trailing at the back now. Like, he's definitely having trouble keeping up with everybody. Yeah. Between being hurt and tired and uh, short legs, and maybe even a little reluctant because of all the terrible things that happened. Like, can can I offer to give him a piggyback ride? Is that something that we can do in this uh, universe? You can offer. You can offer whatever you'd like. I mean, like, Cedric, do you want a piggyback ride or to ride on my shoulders or something like that? 
Uh, it doesn't sound very dignified. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't know. I'm good. I, I don't need any help. Does it? Okay. All right. Just... Am I, am I able to tell? Like, is is Cedric walking with like, see, like limping or like huffing or like holding his side or like any indication that he is still like, no, in a bad way. No. Because it's, it's not like he said anything about it, but. Yeah. No. He doesn't. He doesn't look. He doesn't look injured. Um. It's just. He's just. He's just got short legs. Yeah. And he's tired. Sort of like. It's sort of like a corgi walking through snow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because walking on sand or mud is kind of hard too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Also, carrying like sixty pounds of chainmail is is hard. Just... Yeah, I mean armored corgi, of course. <laughs> yeah. Armored corgi. <laughs> I, bet I bet that's a good Google. <laughs> I was not disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. I was not disappointed. Also, um, one of the search results was the corgi from the. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's like a like a D and D minis set, or I think it's I, maybe even a, a like a modified version of D and D that's all like dogs. But I know there's a set of minis that's all like dogs as different classes. It's super cute. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, armored corgi. That was a good Google. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to see what the what the, what the dog for elf barbarian looks like. Oh, I, they didn't do race class. They just did like you know a dog oh. that's a bard and a dog that's yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. But like they're all different breeds of dog instead of being different races of humanoid. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> they're very cute though. So, yeah, right, well, you're you're roughing just, it through the terrain. Yeah, we're just hoofing it along, checking each like tributary we come across, I guess, to see. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, over the next few hours, you meet another one or two streams of, you know, one maybe a little larger than the other, but um, they both appear to be clean as far as you can tell. There are live fish in them and other things. The water is clear and, yeah. Okay. Can we, like, catch those fish for lunch or? I mean, you can certainly try. Do you have fishing equipment? Or another creative way to catch fish? Did we bring I mean, that giant we fishing that net? Fishing net. <laughs> We returned that fishing net. And we all have crossbows, so... Oh, but I don't think I have any fishing equipment. Do we still have that net? No. No, we returned it. Uh... (laughs) We have returned it. This is amazing. I love it. Cedric and Kay are, are having conversations in my head, but but I I feel like I don't wanna I don't wanna roleplay them out, so Is is Nadia still trying like flying, even though you don't know where we've been before, or are you kind of like on the ground with us now? I'm mostly on the ground, but every once in a while, I'll sort of pop up okay. and kind of look around a little bit, and kind of. And then uh, if we're, see I, and I guess Fletcher, I guess Fletcher, um, I think would ask Nadia that like since we're walking, you know, we're like we're not at the river, we're walking through the jungle, but like every once in a while, it's probably really easy for you to like fly and just like zip out and check on the river and zip back that's so kind of can... what i'm doing like okay i don't yeah. want to stay right on the shore because like the water's bad and i don't yeah. want especially like the short one to end up in the water yeah he's but, done like that so like the mud is bad too and that would be bad so yeah. no, no, he has a little inland, but i'm sort of i'm sort of flitting out and looking and seeing the foam Checking. and kind okay. of coming back okay yeah. And are we are we still foraging as we go? Uh, you can be if that's something you'd like to do. Okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, we have probably um, probably should be whatever we find or whatever Nadia points out because we don't yeah. know how long we're gonna need to we're, keep going. We're eating we're eating as we go, and Lucanus is learning from Nadia about you know what's good to eat and what isn't, and 
He's being a bit more careful than he was yesterday. Cedric is not gathering stuff. He's because he's kind of focused on on keep it up. Yeah. Okay. And I, I sometimes when I find something, I'll sort of I'll sort of stop and wait for Lucanus to catch up and sort of be like, see this. Yeah. What? What? How can you tell that apart from you know something that is similar but less edible? Well, this 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 leaf. It's it's like this one. You know, instead of the the jagged bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So less serrated. Gotcha. And if you see berries like this, this color's bad. The spot feels bad. bad. Like, will it kill you? I'm not sure, but it it it's not good. <laughs> I mean, if it would kill you, then really, she might not be able to tell it's you. It's really not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> I ate it three times each time I died, so <laughs> <laughs> I had to respawn. Took a whole day oh, of my. Man. Uh, uh, and every so often, every it so often, it feels like dying, but I haven't offer. died yet. Okay. Sorry, I feel like I might have cut you off there a little. Okay. Now, every so often, Lucanus offers something to Cedric just to make sure he's okay and see if he's still hungry. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eat anything you hand to me, as long as I, <laughs> as long as I also think that it looks fine. He's very like much like a puppy. My my residual knowledge from yesterday, I know what looks good and what I mean. At least everything we encountered yesterday. Um, um, I'm pretty sure Nadia would stop you before day. anything terrible happened. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as we get close to today, if we come across a tributary, the fisher would actually like to try to catch a couple of fish. Okay, yeah. Um, so you find another one that's, yeah, nice clear water. Um, there are some fish in it. Yeah. Um, do you have fishing equipment? Uh, I have my claws, and I also have a short spear. I have the, the stick with the pointy end. Right, yes. If yeah. I can use either of those. Yeah. Nadia is from the water plane. I feel like she kind of is fishing equipment. I don't. Yeah, I don't explicitly have uh, fishing as a skill or anything, but no, I right. feel like maybe. Yeah, probably I like proficient. Just, yeah. I do have some really cool. I have some really cool swimming advantages, so I feel yeah. like being right. able to move in the water would help too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I was thinking as well. I I agree. Um, yeah, give me a survival check. Survival. It's uh, um, survival is wisdom based. If you don't have. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to see if I have a special. You said it's wisdom. Yeah. For fishing. Uh, survival is like finding your way and foraging and stuff. And you gain a lot of wisdom when you sit out on the water and think for a long time. So. Yeah. Well, I have no wisdom bonus, so that's thirteen. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. Yeah, you find some fish. Not okay. a problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you catching just enough for yourself for a snack, or are you catching enough for the whole group? How many? You can try to get enough for the whole group. Okay. Yeah, it takes you a little bit of time to, you know, you have to do the thing. Um, but yeah, you you come up with enough fish for everybody to be satisfied, have a nice lunch. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that plus some of the forage stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we probably have all the stuff to make fish tacos. We do it right. Joe's. You have to make tortillas out of what? <laughs> out of cashews? And that's it. I mean, you could probably do potato flour tortillas. We don't have Sorry, any potatoes. I have any potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said you forged some tubers. So oh, that's you true. Do have, I mean, maybe some leaves. You know, some sort of wraps. Yes. Yeah, lettuce wraps. Yes. Yeah. 
You don't um, need those carbs in your life. Also, <laughs> apparently, I guess we're not building a fire, right? So this is like sashimi lettuce wraps, right? I mean, my thought was kind of we stop and build a fire at some point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that like seems... Maybe, maybe like I, I hang on to these till dinner. Yeah, because <laughs> Kay's definitely not eating raw fish. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so I feel like you just you just hang on to your little string of string of fish like a kid in a 1950s cartoon or whatever. Phil. <laughs> um, so I guess we're just carrying along the river like this. And you do, yeah. Um, Nadia pops up over the trees and checks every once in a while, and like it is slow going through this jungle because it is a lot of thick vegetation, and because you're going slow to check and and see the progress of the river, and you took time to fish and. Yeah, the river seems pretty much the same in terms of the water quality. Um, yeah, and each of the tributaries you come to that are that are uh, emitting from the rainforest into the river, they all seem clean. How does the what fish does? taste? All right. Well, I didn't think you ate them yet. We haven't eaten them yet. We haven't. Oh, yeah. oh I, I kind of assumed that Nadia ate some raw. No. Raw. I probably did. Raw. Eat one <laughs> That's her teeth. She's yeah. clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kay's not into that. Just a little There's bit of a. There's probably a really <laughs> awkward moment of like. Oh. Uh. Lucanus would totally take a bite out of that if offered. <laughs> He's. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Kay's super not into that. It's very fresh. <laughs> no. Light, light. Pro- probably not. You would see the look on Kay's face and just. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very fresh fish. It's you know got a nice light fish flavor. Um, but yeah, it seems fine. Does not taste like the crappy fish that you got at the marked bird that had been fished out of the river. Yeah. So they've been taking the fish out of the main channel, which not surprising, but I mean that's the part they can get to. Yeah, yeah. These tributaries yeah. are so small, you couldn't you could couldn't take a boat up them, right? They're non-navigable waters. Pretty much, but also remember those fisher folk were gnomes in New Seychester, right? So, like, you know, you anticipate that they maybe didn't choose to boat all the way across the big river to come over to this scary rainforest to try to catch fish. Yeah. yeah. Do so, all right. Cool. While we're so, walking, there's one of the mysteries solved. While we're walking, do we see any red feathers? Give me a perception check. I'll check too. Oh, I got a one. <laughs> Lucanus is trying very hard to learn how to identify edible plants. Mm-hmm. I got a 14. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cedric, after a little while, you hear that I don't have my sound effects with me anymore. I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, but you hear that <laughs> of the parrots. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were such good sound effects. They were such good sound effects. We're to hire a crew. <laughs> Well, one of them is still in Texas, and the other one is in Oregon, so no dice. Um, but I can make parrot sounds. Um, so yeah, you hear you hear the sounds of those parrots again um, up in the trees, kind of off to your left somewhere. Uh, as soon as uh, we hear them, fl- Kay like flinches, like she's got a little bit of a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wait, so we hear them. Do we see any mm-hmm. feathers? Uh, are you like looking on the ground and stuff? No. Yeah, that's that's what. I, okay. That's kind of what I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Cedric's trying to keep his eyes open to gather any feathers we find. Mm-hmm. Because Nadia said that they drop. Okay. Anything else? And I would walk five hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, that song's been going through my head this entire time. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> and now it will be stuck in all of ours as well. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Just let me know. Let me know when uh, you want something that's like really embarrassing stuck in your head. I will make that happen. Awesome. I have like a plus four in that, so. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, so you just, you're continuing on, yeah, you hear those birds and other birds, you hear insects, you see all sorts of animals on occasion. We keep going. You keep going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going until we see the river change. Yeah. Um, well, you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going. And, again, Nadia keeps popping up and looking at the river, and it doesn't seem to be changing at all. There's still weird stuff on the river, um, still little bits of that gross foam, still places where it's got that iridescent sheen. Um, yeah, I, I'm assuming you're not going down and, like, touching it or testing it, Nadia. You're just visually inspecting it. Yeah. No. But yeah, it still, <laughs> looks, still looks just as gross. Um, as it did, you know, the very first time you guys went and, and investigated it. So you're not not seeing any appreciable change um, in the river. And again, um, you know, the one or two more tributaries that you encountered through the rainforest, uh, yeah, they, they all look clean. So you have not seen any any change in the river itself or anything that would indicate a source to you. Uh, Nadia, have you ever flown, like, high, high up above the trees and looked out to see if there's anything you could see, like, in the jungle that looks weird or, like, that could be something that has shown up and is doing this to the river? Have you ever gone way up and, and looked? I try not to go too high above the trees because sometimes things can see you up there. So, I can see but you? I, just the big, the big, the big birds. Hmm. Hmm. But I, I guess I could, I could try, and I'll, I'll sort of I mean, hop right up above the tree line. Okay. If you were able of... to get a quick look, you could come straight back down to us. And if if something did, yeah, follow you, we're we're, we're right down here on yeah. below you. Yeah, yeah. I'll come right back. I'll come right back to you. So I'm gonna kind of go just right up above the top of the trees. Okay, and you're doing and like look a look up around. river. Okay. Do I, um, do I see some... anything? Much like a jack-in-the-box, you sort of whoop up above the treetops. Yep. Give me a perception check. Perception check. Well, that's good. That's good. And, uh, I see forever. 24. You see forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so like... You see eternity. <laughs> nice. You see time and space. Um, <laughs> galaxy brain. Um, so, yeah, you pop up above the trees, and, like, you've done this before, so you know that, like, this is a pretty big uh, rainforest, um, but, like, you can see that eventually there's sort of, like, uh, if you were to keep going north um, and following the river, eventually you would get to, like, the hills, the foothills, and then there's also, you can see the the mountain range, that sort of extends off to the northwest. That those are still pretty distant. You're still in the rainforest quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you can see those things. Um, but as far as like seeing something weird, like something out of place, um, nothing catches your attention. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just try going a little bit higher. Like maybe another. Let's say let's go 20 feet up, but make it quick. Okay. Yeah. So 20 feet. Keep looking up river. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can see... <laughs> <laughs> Not so good. Sorry, did I did I need to re-roll that? Can I use the same roll? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like if you go a little higher up, yeah, you can see even more clearly now the the place where the forest transitions into the foothills and you can see the curve of the river and even you can you can see where the river begins to narrow and not be quite as broad as it is here, you know, so close to the ocean. Um but again Nothing. There's nothing on the river as far as you can see. Like, of course, mm-hmm. as with any river, there's, like, occasionally an island or something in the middle, but you don't see anything that's like, hey, that looks like it doesn't belong. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back down. I can't see anything. I mean, nothing different. No, like, uh, plume of smoke from, like, a... No. Just mountains and trees and there's some islands in the river. So, so if there's nothing, if nothing seems strange along the river, do we? Do you think we need to turn and go deeper into the jungle? Could this be all coming out, not up river, but sort of from all over something in the jungle? Oh no, a non-point source pollution pollutant? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that there's something changing like the whole jungle and it's flowing out from the entirety of the jungle into the river. I feel like that thought just broke Peter. Like, yeah, what? like I don't know how we fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Nutrient like, management plans. Jungle, we would also notice the change within the jungle, right? <laughs> Yes. Sort of, it might, it might be something change? that's not affecting the the jungle life. But like we, it could be, you know, it could be subterranean flow that's being affected and coming I mean, out. I mean, but we would have seen it in the If it's a change in the microfauna, we're not going to be able to solve it. Not with the technology that the D and D people. Well, have maybe on. with magic. Yeah, but maybe. <laughs> if it was coming how, out of the jungle, how it would are we going to go do into the, the throughput sequencing though? Actually. Cheryl, can I roll to invent poison. a uh, high-throughput sequencer? No, I feel like you need to invent so many things before you invent that. Like, no. <laughs> roll to invent the mini-ion. Um, yeah, but... Which, by the way, way, if mini-ion wants to, wants to uh, sponsor us, we can certainly make that happen. I know, right? But I feel like here at the end we could have an interesting discussion about since peter brought up the sort of jargony concept of what what is non point source pollution and why did that break you why was that something that upset you so much <laughs> um so i mean to be simple about it like a point source pollutant is kind of what we've been expecting from this right like to have a something like a uh, a factory on the river that's dumping pollution into the into the river um and we could go there and like burn burn down the factory or something like that and that would be a a single point fix the process yeah apply a (laughs) screening process you're not here for anarchy um yeah yeah work with the government regular you know oversight board um but that would be pollution zoning laws you know, quote unquote, you know, whatever your contamination is, because um, pollution is kind of a weird, kind of meaningless word, but like whatever your, you know, your whatever's causing the the acidity in the river is coming from a single point, but a non-point source would be something that is coming from 
almost a, a, a just an area in general. So this is something like nutrient runoff, where if you think about it in terms of like if you'd applied a fertilizer to your whole yard, then you know the all the water that ran off of your yard would kind of be coming across a whole area. It wouldn't be coming from a single specific area. But a yard is kind of a microcosm, generally non-point source you know, worth the talking huge, you know, multiple acres of, of land. Um, and well, so when for Ryan... Instance, a, a region with, I was just going to say, for instance, a region with many hog farms that don't carefully contain their yeah. runoff. Yeah, as a, as yeah, a North Cape Carolinian, Rose. I appreciate your Texan uh, analogy. Um, I, yeah. My, my family, I have family in North Carolina now and some have done some research on that particular pollution source yeah yes <laughs> yeah so agriculture is uh, is one of the big huge non-point source uh polluters and ryan mentioned nutrient management plans so in maryland um we have uh government regulation that requires any farms over a certain size to have what's called a nutrient management plan which is basically um limits on how much fertilizer they can apply to a a field and uh, basically how they use their manure, any kind of manure. Um, so that's like if they're applying it to a field, if it's being deposited on a field, you know, by naturally, we'll say, you know, like if you had, you know, livestock just living in a field um, or if you were importing it or exporting it, like we keep track of all of that mm -hmm. to manage nutrient runoff because any, you know, nutrient runoff in the whole state of Maryland, except for like a tiny, tiny bit, ends up in the uh, Chesapeake Bay, right? So it's all a non-point source that all drains into one specific area uh, from the whole water, the whole Chesapeake Bay watershed drains into the Chesapeake Bay. And I assume that uh, the whole, you know, New Seychester and surrounding area that we haven't quite named yet uh, or some you know that maybe somebody else has named that i don't know about yet um drains into this river does the river have a name uh you folks know it as the cochreal river the Coke Reel, yeah yes. they call it the cochreal the cochreal river I yeah suppose it depends on who you ask the mm -hmm. yeah so if so like if the whole jungle was say producing some kind of toxin it would it would seep into all of the water around the jungle and probably all these tributaries that we've been coming across like they would all be contaminated too if something was seeping out of the jungle i think but but the it, the the reason it broke me is a big part of my job is is overseeing and and, and managing the people who write these nutrient management plans um, and actually working with farmers and explaining regulation and, and those kinds of things. Maryland is actually doing a, a fantastic job regulating agriculture, but it is a lot of work and there's a lot of red tape and it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of effort from from farmers and growers. And it's a whole statewide process that involves thousands of people, you know, decreasing fertilizer inputs by very small amounts and being very careful and delicate. It's a lot more difficult than just like going to a factory and being like, hey, stop doing this one thing you're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, or if, if, for instance, you're a major metropolitan area with lots of people who love driving large vehicles and that put off just incredible amounts of uh, all the things that cars put off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rolling coal. Working, working on the air quality in Houston has been a just incredible undertaking, especially given it is you know, one of the oil capitals of the world, and therefore people have a vested interest in gas-guzzling vehicles. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we have a similar thing that happens in Wyoming, although I'm not really um, I'm not really that familiar with it. Uh, there's one student um, here working on um, the effects of, as I understand it, the effects of improperly remediated mining establishments mm. on the communities that sort of crop up, you know, 50, 60 years later or whatever, um, and they're looking at, like, whether or not that gets into the vegetables that people grow in their gardens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to convince her to uh, uh, see if um, hand-pulling weeds would help the situation any, because I think mm-hmm. it would. But that's another that's another chat. But, yeah, so it's not something that just happens in watershed or agriculture. In uh, Wyoming, a lot of the... A lot of the land is affected by this because of um, because of mining. So, well, thank you for that. Um, oh goodness, there's an echo. Um, yeah, thank you guys for that. Uh, so, yeah, so thinking about pollution and where the pollution in the Coquille River or the Loge d'Age, depending on who you are, um, where that pollution is coming from, uh, is an interesting quandary that we have not been able to solve yet. So stay tuned. Uh, to the next installment of the core Nature Check D&D game um, to see if our heroes can figure out what the heck is going on with this river and the gross fish and all of that. Thank you so much again, Cindy, for being our semi-long-term guest player. We'll see, we'll see how long it takes for them to fix the river and for Nadia to be happy with that. Um, <laughs> And if you like Nature Check and people who play games and are also nerdy scientists or science enthusiasts, we are adding a lot of cool content offerings to our channel to help alleviate the boredom and suckiness of not being able to interact with humans face-to-face. So starting tomorrow, our friend Emily Dodd, who previously played Captain Dawson Clark on the From the Annals of History ship episodes, Um, Emily will be starting an alternating week stream on Sunday nights, and she's going to start playing Animal Crossing tomorrow. I'm super excited to see this. I think I played the first Animal Crossing on my friends, like, GameCube or whatever, like, eons ago. Um, so I'm excited to see Emily start this, uh, this, uh, persistent stream every other Sunday. Um, I am playing games, uh, every Wednesday afternoon. I played Minecraft this week, and I think I'm going to keep going on that, because we decided I'm going to do a BioBlitz. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, so stay tuned on our Twitter and here on Twitch, um, to see all of the cool things that we're adding to our programming so that you can get more gaming and more science and more humans in your life. Anybody else have anything this evening? Awesome. Then we're going to get out of here, but thank you so much for watching or listening to us. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.